Welcome to episode 12 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. I am your host, Michael Debs. Joining me in studio, the ever affable co-host, Dorian Bell. It can't possibly be episode 12. This is this is episode 12. Oh, oh my God. What are we doing? We've made it. That's uh, Oh, are we famous now? Yeah. Now that we, we hit a dozen. <laughs> we, we hit a dozen episodes and uh, now we're... Uh, we're well on our way to riches and fame. Oh yeah! How do you feel about a baker's dozen? You want to you want to try to push it? Uh, you know, I think we end with twelve. Um, right. <laughs> I, I believe that's where the land before time ended. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's probably true. They, um, they ended on their twelfth uh, uh, episode. So what, what, what do you call <laughs> right. it? When, when, I mean, when a call movie it series is. So, so what you're saying is we're gonna we're we're conveniently wussing out right before the twenty four hour uh, cast. Yeah. Which is uh, which is next week or Hell would yeah. have been would have been or yeah. that we weren't uh, cowards. Uh, well, I mean, we're both going into benzo rehab rehab. Yeah, we, we have unironic benzo rehab that we have to go to. So, well, benzo rehab rehab. Yeah, well, uh, none of us are on benzos uh, no, we anymore. Just need rehab from the benzo rehab. Yeah, which means that we're going to be uh, railing a lot of a lot of bars <laughs> um, <laughs> in the sense that we're going to be we're going to take up rapping. And we're also yeah. going to be uh, back on our benzo kicks. Back on our bullshit, so to speak. Back on our bullshit. Uh, so today's episode is going to be a, a little bit of a news and politics episode. That's a change. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a change. We're not speaking uh, in, in critical theory necessarily uh, like we did last episode a no, fair bit. I should um, probably go. Yeah, I mean, I could probably run this show on my own. Um, <laughs> you could I'll, just start with Mike. You just you, you like having me around. That's that's I'll, nice I'll, of you. I'll riff off of my own jokes <laughs> and and laugh at them. Just... <laughs> that's the sound of WAP. Yeah, sort of. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, um, sure. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> I guess the first thing. Uh, we're, we're we're planning on talking about uh, the, the DNC in general, uh, the upcoming RNC, or is it currently happening? I don't know when the RNC happens. I, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to watch it because there's literally nothing that can be gained out of it. But I think there's some some interesting things that can be uh, gleaned out of of where they seem to be heading. Mike, it uh, it started tonight. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I, th I thought I saw a post somewhere or somebody saying that. Uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s voice sucks or something like that. So that, yeah. that makes sense, which <laughs> it does, you know, <laughs> in any given day, that would be a, a valid post. But uh, <laughs> it makes more sense with the context of the RNC starting today. Right, right. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about the DNC uh, more specifically, because I think that's more pertinent to uh, uh, a sort of co-opting of uh, progressive uh energy i guess look but just because richard spencer is uh, is supporting biden now does yeah. not mean anything's being we'll, co-opted we'll, we'll cover that too for sure um question for you yes uh, sir have you gotten any angry messages yet from uh, ostensible leftists uh, getting upset with us for only shitting on democrats um 
I have not. I, mean, I guess we don't because we also shit on uh, Shapino and and Peterson and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but... I, I would say if anybody thinks that we're shitting exclusively on Democrats, they've not really paid too much attention because right. we did a three part series on Stefan Molyneux, who, uh, aside from sucking, I believe is probably a Republican. He's, <laughs> he's he is something. He's he's probably too far right to be. Well, I don't know. Actually, at this juncture, I don't know if he's too far right to be a Republican. Anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't we don't believe in horseshoe theory here, uh, but we do as a joke. Yes. So <laughs> so he's he's far enough right that he's become a a, a dem a dem. <laughs> Because he skipped right over the actual left and sure. went back in. He's yep. moving towards the center now. Oh man, this is like the the Auroboros of uh... yeah, right. I mean, all of the all of the worst like right wing commentators uh, in my experience, uh, at least right now, are all people that call themselves uh, not even classical liberals. I mean, th- there are those guys, but then the they're just the ones that claim to be centrists or liberals. Yeah, like the the Tim Cent- Pool centrists and, who only uh, punch uh, leftwards. Right, right, and like so, believe it or not, like fucking Sargon of Akkad uh, was oh, claimed. Christ. He's always claimed he's like some kind of a liberal, and I don't think he's used like the the classical liberal thing either. And I mean, granted, he's from the UK, so there's some oh, I'm different from the UK, and I'm <laughs> very important because I have right. this voice, and my opinion matters very much. <laughs> yeah it sucks if everything you listen sucks to, uh, i've noticed this and maybe i'm just imagining it but if you listen to his earlier stuff he had like way less of a posh voice oh really uh, yeah. of course that makes and, sense and it seems like later on he's developed this more like my god how dare <laughs> these these insolent wretches accuse me of being a a fascist <laughs> don't you know i'm british we fought the fascist uh, that's true actually yeah that that is something that we've learned through history is that no one who has ever fought fascists has ever become one yeah uh winston churchill was cool and had no problems <laughs> what would, would you call churchill i mean he's he, i call him an asshole it, was he a fascist per se uh what was it the uh the bengali starvation thing that he yeah, did yeah that, that was that was pretty not not cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i would say pretty not cool into the territory of yeah. like strictly believing that uh certain people were maybe lesser than others right yeah i guess uh yeah it's it, it becomes kind of ambiguous with a lot of these empires and that's kind of the point but uh with with the whole previous definition that we gave of fascism as an in- internalization of colonial force um it's uh it's interesting looking at something like the british empire because you can either look at it as uh an imperial uh kind of invader which it absolutely is or you could look at it as fascist and it's it's interesting thinking that one of these is not as bad as the other you know <laughs> isn't that funny because it's like um i mean we only we're, we're only this fucking awful to outsiders <laughs> yeah no, we're that's... still under our flag yeah. but so that, yeah yeah it is fascist fine yeah cool uh speaking of fascism uh we'll we'll roll into our first news topic here hell yeah we did it um segue <laughs> so uh, i'm sure everybody listening has probably already heard about the uh the shooting in kenosha um is it wisconsin yes why am, why am i blanking all of a sudden everyone okay. forgets wisconsin yeah. milwaukee is, doesn't exist anywhere it just exists somewhere well, I, I was looking at a map of it and it's so close to chicago that i was like where is kenosha right and when i was in chicago i at least for the last uh, like five months i spent half of my time in milwaukee because it's that close right um uh 
please go on. There's a there's a fun there's a fun poster that I saw uh, for the uh, the protests uh, with the, with a great line in it that uh, I'd like to read off. But uh, we'll okay. wait until we have some context. Sure. Yeah. So um, there's not not a whole lot of context to really go into uh, except for. Um, I believe the person who was shot, I, I think he's still alive. Last I, last I heard he was still alive. Uh, he was in critical condition, but stable, I believe. Right. After um, being shot where in his body? Uh, seven times in the back. That's uh, because that's hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the best place to shoot somebody. Um, I mean, it, it proves that he's being violent. Well, yeah, I do most of my, like whenever I want to attack somebody, I usually do it, uh, face away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, jamming your ass into him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. Which is technically a biological weapon in my case. <laughs> it is. That's true. Uh, so, you know, joking aside, um, uh, another black man was shot uh, unprovoked, pretty much. Uh, you know, he wasn't necessarily complying with police officers, but he also wasn't fighting police officers. And right. from, from not. what the what the reports look like is. Uh, he had a bunch of kids in his car and he was trying to check on oh, his fuck. kids. I didn't know about that. Yeah, That's... he had uh, his three kids in the car with him. Uh, he, he had just broken up a fight between two people, two random people, I believe. They, right. He was were... he was uh, serving and protecting, right? <laughs> Something to that effect. Yeah. Um, he had broken up a fight between some people uh, and then went to go check on his kids who were still in the car. And as he was checking on the kids, uh the police didn't really make any physical attempts to stop him until he was getting into his vehicle and <laughs> then, stop him from checking on his kids. Uh, yeah. And then they, uh, they opened fire on him. Um, that's dope. So some, some things that probably need to be addressed, uh, just before, uh, some asshole comes on one of our posts or, or the, the, the narrative is out there. Uh, the individual Jacob Blake had a criminal record, um, not a not a pretty one either. I won't go into the details too much, uh, mm. but it's it's not a pretty criminal record, and it's genuinely reprehensible stuff if it is uh, if it is true. I is haven't, it, uh, is I haven't the, seen a lot of like really legitimate reporting on right. it. But is the criminal record bad enough uh, that he deserved to get shot in the back seven times for well, doing uh, nothing? Well, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Is, exactly. is, you know the the whatever his criminal record is, the police aren't the the uh executors of uh martial or not martial law but corporal punishment right in the streets they're they're supposed to make an arrest if they think that he needs to be taken in like like and, judge and if dread has, is a dystopia right right and if he has a criminal record that means that he's already been processed by the legal system oh, that's so weird is that how um, that works is that, that you that end up, how that you, works. you serve and, your time and and you know uh whatever his crimes may be um he's already received whatever legal punishment he he should have while technically received you know agree with the, yeah. the severity yeah, yeah. of the punishment or not uh he's he's been processed by the legal system and it's on his record so you know he served his time if he had to serve time he paid his fines if he had to pay fines and the the police you know shouldn't be allowed to shoot him over right. that because he's already been processed to and, and if if this was maybe uh a better country we'd be able to say uh at least in official terms that he's been rehabilitated uh but instead we just know that he's been punished uh yeah i mean that's that's the best <laughs> maybe guess he we has. can he, maybe, I, I have no idea but yeah yeah so uh just getting in front of that yes he has a criminal record does that pertain to the case of 
uh, the police shooting yet another unarmed black person. No. And it is, it is worthy of note that, uh, what were, were how many days into protests, uh, about police brutality? Well, how many months? <laughs> how many months? Right. Yeah, right. sure. Um, and you know, any, any self-aware organization, and I'm not saying that the police in America are all one unified organization, but they all wear basically the same thing mm. and they all have the same basic protocols and the same basic problems <laughs> and the same basic problems. And they all, you know, uh, uh, I guess spiritually the way I want to say this, Sure, they all spiritually kind of connect with each other uh, sure. in a way. Um, so, you know, you, you would think any kind of self-aware organization, even if it's not the Milwaukee police themselves, but just police in general right now would have some kind of marching order like, hey, if you think about shooting a black person, maybe think like two or three extra times about it and yeah. maybe just don't fucking do it unless your life is in danger. Why? Because right now that looks really fucking bad. And what <laughs> right. Kenosha seems to have done is they skipped peaceful protest mode and went straight to they started burning the fucking city down. Yeah, the, which I don't blame the, 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 the uh, city hall or the, the, the court. Uh, it was the it was the courthouse, the courthouse yes. which uh, Kenosha, fucking awesome. Yeah, Ken, <laughs> Kenosha County Courthouse uh, took some damage. I don't believe the courthouse itself was burned down, but there mm. was a bunch of fires out in the parking lot. And, okay. Uh, the surrounding area. I, I haven't heard about the building itself. I mean, I, it, the fire that I saw uh, on video was pretty substantial. It very well could have been like some external buildings or something like that. Right. But uh, yeah, it looked it looked uh, efficient. Yeah. So uh, and and you know I don't I don't blame them at all because all all the time in this this scenario where uh, an unarmed black person gets shot, you always hear the bootlicker side of the house saying things like, Oh, well, you know, he or she should have complied or, you know, maybe they shouldn't have done that and they wouldn't end up in this circumstance. Well, we're looking at a situation where, uh, the, the social climate is such that when you shoot an unarmed black person, you're lucky if a peaceful protest is what right. results out of that. Right. So maybe the police shouldn't have shot an unarmed black person if they didn't want to fucking yeah. riot on their hands. I mean, so the, what, what I wanted to mention before was this piece of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, I'll, I'll call it propaganda, but understanding that, that, uh, that I mean that in a positive light, yes, uh, good but propaganda this, can't exist. Right. Uh, okay. this, this invitation to, to protest, uh, that I, I, uh, I saw last night, but it's uh, uh, Madison stands with Kenosha. Fuck Kenosha PD. Fuck Madison PD. Fuck Milwaukee PD. <laughs> fuck Chicago <laughs> Chicago PD. No, here's my favorite line in it: No bad protesters. No good cops. Come prepared. Wear a mask. Bring water. No peace. Police. Do what you want. Fuck shit up. And then it has like an invitation with the dates and times. <laughs> it's like a birthday party. But, RSVP. <laughs> but, but that's that's really what it boils down to, right? It no, is, no, no, it, no, is that it's. Uh, I do think that they probably could have saved themselves some ink if they just said fuck the police instead yeah. of all the specific police departments well, it, that they it, mentioned. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, no no, no good police and no but, bad but protesters. I do, I do like the specific targeting in that way as well. So. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not criticizing it. I just, uh, as <laughs> you, you think it going, should be more expansive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little bit more expansive. <laughs> you maybe. agree too much. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been accused of most of in my life is much. agreeing, agreeing too much. <laughs> People always Same. find me super agreeable and I'd never get in an argument. That's, that's why you and I are friends is because, uh, on, on we've been the... sequestered into a friendship with one another because we agree <laughs> with everyone else too much. Yeah. And, uh, it got so annoying 
to people that we were always agreeing with them that we had to uh, seek refuge in each other. Yeah. Uh, and we never disagree on anything. Oh, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, unified front here at the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. It's uh, it's we, all one left. <laughs> it's all, yeah. <laughs> never any infighting. <laughs> uh, so on the other side, so you've got the, the protest slash riot poster that, uh, that you mentioned. Uh, we have a statement from the Milwaukee Police Association. Which I, I, I take it will be just as eloquent and it will be logically consistent and like uh, emotionally valid, right? So I took a screenshot of this because <laughs> this, this, post is, <laughs> this post is so dumb that I could foresee it uh, getting taken down. So I didn't want to risk like losing the uh, the wonderful content that's here. Smart. Uh, but th- uh, this is the the Milwaukee Police Association's like official Facebook. As far as I can tell, it was created back in 2010, so it's been around for a while. This isn't like some uh, random plant or anything like that. Um, also, note noteworthy about this post is that <laughs> it looks like it was printed out and then they took a picture of it because i guess they couldn't find a fucking scanner right after crumpling it up a bit yeah. and, shit. and yeah. you know never mind that it's a uh it's a it's a document so they could have like just taken a screenshot of the document <laughs> right. on on word itself or like a pdf version of it and posted it but uh well it, if if the police are good with anything it's general competence and uh, communication yeah no that's that's why i wanted to highlight this because it shows like a, a stunning amount of incompetence just in like basic clerical duties look if you don't want to get in trouble with the police then just listen to them as they're faxing you their instructions (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so we'll we'll read through this real quick or maybe real long depending on how irate it makes you uh so this is released august 24th 2020 it says in big red letters at the top uh press release While the video in Kenosha, Wisconsin may show some troubling things, protesting must remain calm. Mm -hmm. It must remain peaceful. The Milwaukee Police Association does not have any issues with peaceful protesting. Bullshit, first off. Yeah. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Every police uh, association and or police department has problems with peaceful protesting. We've seen that over and over again over the last couple of months. And specifically in Milwaukee, we've we've seen them uh, treat protesters very well. I can't attest to uh, Milwaukee in general but i'm sure you probably have heard rumors or maybe seen it uh yeah yeah second second hand but uh yeah no it's 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 exactly what's been happening in that whole tri-state area uh between uh michigan wisconsin and uh illinois it's it's the same shit uh just uh uh, i think fewer fires in milwaukee which uh you know it's impressive that they've been a little less aggressive i I Um, think that's probably going to change well, yeah, it sounds well, it sounds like it did change as yeah. of last night. But uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, we're all like I said, that that tri-state unity. <laughs> good, good. Uh, so uh, I believe this is from the perspective of the president, because it's going to start talking of the, the United first... States. <laughs> no, the president of the Milwaukee Police Association. Dale Borman Jr. Dale Borman Jr. What a name. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Whitey McManus the third. Yeah, how do you? Uh, it's, it's, I'm sorry, that's that's racist. It, that's that's how you actually uh, genetically engineer a police officer. Is you just find like a random white child and name it Dale Borman uh, Junior. Because of course you're only going to do that if you were also a Dale hey, Borman. My dad was a police officer, <laughs> and by 
By God, I'll be a police officer too till the day I die. And of course, the the vice president is Andrew F. Wagner, which if he wasn't going to become a police officer, he would have become, I don't know, some kind of fascist musician, I guess. That's a Wagner joke. (laughs) A Wagner joke. Yeah. Sorry. Let's let's go on. (laughs) Um, So I believe this is this is written by the president um, because I start speaking in the first person. Uh, it's not signed in any way, which is extra professional. Yeah. And I've seen previous posts of theirs well, where it'll be like signed by the president or whatever. But right. this was obviously hastily just kind of slapped together. And then they took a picture of a crumpled up fucking printout <laughs> and posted it. Uh, I am very disturbed by the comments that were made by Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the, uh, the comments that were made by... Uh, uh, Governor Evers, he released some statements basically saying uh, not uh, not anything too inflammatory, just a general kind of, hey, we should probably stop shooting black people sort of thing. That's, I don't this, know, man. That, this, that seems this happens like a lot. too much in America, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> not, nothing like really uh, committal, but, you know. Hmm. A basic generic like, oh, shit, that looks bad. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, this this does look bad yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <clears throat> Governor Evers appears to be pushing a narrative that completely disrespects law enforcement in our state. <laughs> As the governor of Wisconsin, his duty should be to collect all the details before before pushing a false ideology. Governor Evers decided to make a statement not based on facts, but based on hunches. Governor Evers has decided to let his opinions be known. Governor Evers does not know all of the facts. In fact, the MPA, that's the Milwaukee Police Association. Oh, I was about to ask if that was the what the the media parental what the fuck <laughs> no, the, the ratings. No, no, that's why folks. I wanted to uh, That'd be clarify funny. that. I'm sure they agree. Uh, in fact, the MPA does not all of, know all of the facts in this case. So. Basically, hmm. they're saying, "Oh, we have no idea what our own police officer did." We're very confused. Yeah, and we're and in the we're in the fact finding stage, which is uh, also known as the how do we cover, cover this cover up? up. Yeah. And, yeah, how do we cover this up and make it look like his fault? Stage. Um, let the investigators do their job and investigate. Let the facts comes out. This, I'm, I'm reading this verbatim. Oh, yeah. Let the facts comes out before making a statement that a person has been shot or injured or mercilessly killed at the hands of individuals and in law enforcement in our state. <laughs> no, we that's that's the that's the one thing we absolutely know. Yeah, right. We, we know for a fact that uh, uh, Jacob Blake was shot and injured. Yeah, by police. Also, I, I'm sorry. These are these are two incredibly. Neither one of these complaints matter, but I, I need to make them, especially after you pointed out the let the facts comes. Yeah, that's um, good stuff. This is this is horribly written. But they're they're doing they're doing double spaces after their periods, so uh-huh. you know that it's someone that uh, uh, they're they're a boomer, fifty or above. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I thought. They too, use yeah. typewriters, um, <laughs> which I mean, so did I because I was I was poor and also old, I guess now. But it was an electric well, one. You were you were just uh, hipster. Don't lie. No, man, I wasn't a hipster in fucking <laughs> elementary school uh well maybe maybe i was uh anyway but uh also the second paragraph ends with an ellipses that yeah. is also i which also points out that it's a boomer but even worse it's an ellipses that's sitting outside of the of, quotation marks of the quotation marks which right. isn't how you do that and which that should be in brackets inside of the quotation <sighs> marks to denote that it's been like uh, uh right 
I mean, you don't, you don't even uh, statement, right? Of. If you want to be really careful, the brackets, but like at least just like put it in there, and yeah, it's it's uh, it just shows you know that this person is of a very specific uh, you know age or maybe just spiritual age range. <laughs> they, could, they, they they could be twenty three. It's, it's an age kid, um, right? Um, but also, it's, it's a nineteen-year-old that identifies as a sixty-five-year-old uh, <laughs> woman, dude. That's what the, that's the turning point, shit, right? <laughs> um, but uh, also, just uh, that that drives me crazy, guys. Put your put your punctuation inside of the quotation marks. That's where it belongs. If you do it, otherwise you're wrong. If you want to fight me on that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you went uh, to school for this. I went to school specifically <laughs> just for that. That's just, the only just for thing this that I know. Snippet. Yeah, yeah, it's, but you uh, you got to do it. It's paying for itself. It is. It is. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a job one day. All right. So uh, the uh, <clears throat> the rest of this. Hell yeah. Politicians need to remain calm until everything comes out. By rushing to judgment without knowing all of the facts, this will only fuel the cause of others to protest in a manner that isn't peaceful. Reckless comments without all of the facts can only lead someone to a rush of judgment, which will result in emotions taking over. Man, that was that is a messy one. That is such a messy second paragraph or third paragraph, I guess. Yeah, that's. But uh, so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> do governors answer to the police, or do police answer to governors? Do, do you want Do you want how it actually works, or how it should no, work? No, no, no. I, I want I want to know what what yeah, in, right. in theory yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the system is supposed to be. Because uh, my understanding right. is that the police answer to the governor. That's that's and, the impression. And, yeah. Yeah, and and they seem to have this completely backwards in their mind, where they're basically commanding their governor to like shut the fuck up. Hmm. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, get out of our shit because we're gonna investigate this um and uh yeah it's, it's all gonna come out in the end and we'll we'll know all the facts and then you can right. issue a statement you know several months later when they've decided that uh, nothing can be determined about anything well yeah i mean it's it's um it's because you know what is supposed to occur inside of any one of these environments is that you have a certain uh uh, a, a array of uh, uh, that you, you you have a hierarchy, right? Of uh, of who exists where in this bourgeoisie setup, right? Right. So you have you know upper governmental officials like governors, and then you have the police who are supposed to defend the people above them, and then you have all the the poor's and the black people and everything like that um, beneath you know all the rest of the, the the petty bourgeoisie and things like that. And so uh, when the governor decides suddenly that he wants to help defend the people that are beneath the police and that the police exists specifically to torment uh then yeah of course the police uh it's it's part of their prerogative to uh to shit on the governor yeah it just makes sense <laughs> shit on the go shit on the governor that's also my punk band that's my new punk band it's a good punk band name thanks bob which uh which uh, governor babe. though uh all of them i don't know uh shit on the governors then maybe shit on the governor well i i mean i don't know i don't want it to be like a widespread kind of thing but i want everyone to feel that it's very uh specific to them do you, you think know? there's any good governors out there uh there are some that don't suck as much as others that's not what i asked <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do we think of gavin 
He's, uh, I mean, he's he's sucked a lot in the past. He's been okay during the Corona thing, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been in he's, California. He's, he's been naive about coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And the naivety lies in him trusting people to do the right thing. And yeah. that's, I mean, it, it should have been a pretty big indicator for him when uh, people were rolling out the Nazi Gavin Newsom flags right, that right. Uh, maybe not everybody is going to just comply. Right. Uh, so like these soft opens that were allowed to happen, like, okay, everybody stay six feet away and wear your mask. And then, you know, it's like everybody's bunched up together and right, not right. wearing masks because the governor is a Nazi for making <laughs> you wear a face cover. Yeah. And he's not even really enforcing it by any like judicial means. He's just really encouraging everybody to do it. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I do take all of it back anyway, because he is just like a kind of a. A pretty looking neolib that like wasn't panicking as much as some other people was. Uh, so he just look, kind of looks, he looks fine. I mean, Bernie well, was a governor and he's just kind of cowardly. Was he a governor? I thought yeah, he was Vermont, just right? a mayor. Was he? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure he was just a mayor. Hold the fuck up. Hold, hold am the, I, hold am I dumb up. or am I dumb? Pretty sure it was just a mayor. Oh my God. I am dumb. Yeah. Mayor, Whatever. Mayor I wanted him to be governor. Mayor of Burlington. Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, yeah, so there's no, there's a, no good governors. <laughs> I'm a Bernie historian. I mean, I... I know the length and girth of all of his toes. I deeply admire uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger for his, like, weirdly pointy <laughs> uh, biceps and his, like, incredible pecs. Yeah. So he was a good governor. That's the, uh, that's the best thing you can hope for in a governor is some real fuck meat material. Yeah. I mean, I have very, very strong opinions on bodybuilders. <laughs> I genuinely do. So Strong opinions, huh? Yeah. Let's get into that get, sometime. Get it? Strong. <laughs> this, this is going to come out in our, uh, our 24-hour podcast where I just go off on very long uh, homoerotic tirades about who the best bodybuilders are. And mm-hmm. I promise that I will do this because I do have very strong opinions and they matter I think a lot. It's, uh, I think it's Lou Ferrigno. Fuck you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good looking guy. Anyway, I'm gay. Uh, so I, I don't think there's really much more to say about the uh, the incident in Kenosha besides uh, it's more of the same that we've seen over and over again. Were the comments on there good? Because it was off a uh, Facebook post. I mean, do we care? Well, I mean, I mean the, the first comment is me, if you want oh, to nice. check that out. <laughs> um, it's LMAO. I don't think the governor answers to you, uh-huh. dipshits. Pretty sure it works the other way. Nice. With, got, with heart reacts. That got two Ooh. heart reacts. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, I'm making it. You uh, that's, uh you that's getting viral. numbers off that? What's that? You getting any numbers off that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. The only numbers I get are off of bathroom stalls at the uh, truck stops. Hell yeah. That's what we call... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's just kind of like a general pro yeah. this, negative that... Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. How is it not a fact? I'm appalled. Yeah, cool. Heart. Yeah, oh, yeah. and his statements. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, a little bit for, a little bit against. Yeah, the, uh, the, the usual. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. One of the trustees, his last name is Bongle. <laughs> that rules. B-O-N-G-E-L. That, that's Bongle. awesome. Matthew o. Bongle. Bong gel. On jail. That's, uh, that's yeah, you know he's got when the some, resin like, starts getting sticky. He's got some like really uh, convoluted way of pronouncing that. Like, no, it's bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> oh yeah, it's French. God damn it. <laughs> so it's bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, which I'm not sure is better, but no, it no throws, nothing it will ever be better off. again. It throws people off when they're making fun of them. Yeah, let's let me also put out my uh, my what shouldn't be a controversial opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think that it's kind of changed uh, over recent years. But people who uh, claim that the French are uh, are cowards and pacifists, those people are uh, very dumb. Yeah, uh, because the the French are like behind almost every major conflict that has ever occurred, and they are fucking evil. <laughs> But they have a cool workers uh, uh, kind of movement in their country. That, that's, yeah. that's nice. It's good for them. Yeah. I saw some pretty badass pictures. The uh, the French... Uh, like the fire, yellow jackets or something? Well, the, no, the French fire department oh, like, yeah. lit themselves on fire and started fighting the cops. Uh, that, that, is a, that is a big dick move. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some, swinging around. That's some big dick energy right there Hell for yeah. sure. BDE. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll move on because part of what I want to make uh, a point here in this episode is that uh, the RNC uh, or the GOP, I guess, uh, the, the RNC is the Republican National Convention and the GOP is the grand old party. Uh, but the so, GOP uh, and the RNC are fun- fun- functionally the same thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the. Uh, the GOP isn't writing a 2020 platform. Uh, instead, <laughs> their platform is going to be supporting Trump. Uh, so nice. part of part of the point I would like to make in this podcast is uh, mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, the Republican Party is diving into the deep end of, of right wing fascism. And then the secondary point I would like to make is that the Democratic Party is chasing after them. Yeah. In that yeah. in that same well, they direction, gotta, they gotta pick up the stragglers. Yeah, right? they gotta pick up the stragglers because that's that's, <laughs> that's a thing that exists. Yeah. The imaginary straggler vote that I haven't seen any kind of like statistical relevance for. I mean, they exist. It's just like two dozen check marks. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's blue check mark. Twitter is has got uh, the Biden vote locked down. Yeah, man. Um. So. Uh, and then and then the third point I would like to make is that, yes, uh, the the GOP is moving towards extreme fascism. The Democratic Party is moving right towards more fascism. But fundamentally, America is a fascist state. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the uh, the meme of the astronaut looking at the, the world or whatever. <laughs> uh, you mean it's all fascism? Always, Always has, has been. been. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And, and you know, I, I think that people who, who believe that America is on the verge of fascism are missing some very important points about how America actually operates. Right. And, and they just haven't found themselves on the wrong side of, of that operation. Right. In order to understand that, yes, we do live in a fascist state. It's also fascinating because, you know, fascism, one of one of the easiest ways to communicate about fascism with with the average person is to speak about like certain symbologies used. Right. Which I think is one is one reason that uh, people are so willing to say like, oh, my God, uh, Antifa are the real fascists just because of the fact that they have like red, black and white um, uh, logo. That's just a that cool kind of thing. color scheme. And it's it is, really it fucking is. selfish of the Nazis to have tried to take I know, that. man. Um, and those <laughs> uniforms are fucking fire. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but so so like the the aesthetics of it, that, that's the easiest way for people to kind of like latch on and realize, oh, yeah, that's fascist. Uh, which is fair. I mean, everyone kind of functions to some degree sure. that way, and that's also why I keep on arguing for a a, a left wing uh, narrative uh, or aesthetic narrative. Um, but when you when you look at so much of America's aesthetics uh, over the years, um, 
it's it it comes directly from fascist states like we we built most of our aesthetics off of rome right sure uh which is absolutely a fascist or fascist-esque proto-fascist you know, you know state who else built a lot of their aesthetics off of rome? uh you're 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 i know what you're about to say and you're half right well, yeah, I said uh, a lot of their aesthetics. I didn't say all of their aesthetics. Well, well, no, no, no. So, so we're we're talking about like Mussolini and 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 uh, Hitler, right? Yeah. Uh, well, you are right, but you're right because they were basing their aesthetics off of America. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand. Sure. No, I know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not like shitting on you, but it's it's fun. <laughs> no shitting on you. Um, yeah, the or, Nazi or, the Nazi Party uh, was like in America first, wasn't it? Or like. At the same time as Germany, the Nazi, right. there was a, an American Nazi party, which is just so, uh, so neat. Um, super cool. And then there's the, uh, you know, that this is more of just like a dumb fun fact than anything. Uh, but, uh, oh shit. When it comes to aesthetics, um, and, and, and all of this back when we used to do the pledge, uh, we would do the Roman salute, which is the, the Nazi salute. That's literally, Ooh, man. We, we were the first people to we're, use that salute out of all of the Western. Th- yeah. 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 You, that you, would be, that would be an amazing like meme template. Oh fuck. Yeah. Let's, let me find some. But yes, let's. What's going on with the RNC, buddy? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you look for that. I'll I'll go into the RNC stuff. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's the first thing uh, about the RNC is the GOP is not writing a 2020 platform. Um, let's see. Hold up, here you are, bud. Oh, okay, go ahead. Just a bunch of a uh, bunch of kids doing the Roman salute to the American oh, flag. Oh man, that's ooh. Is that is that awesome? Ooh, that's a bad look. And I think this was before. I'm not sure where the overlap is, um, but uh, they. It's called the the, the Bellamy salute, um, <laughs> but uh, God, I, I I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was all before uh, we added in. Um, uh, one nation under God, and I think it's actually around that point that the Bellamy salute stopping you. No, 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 no. The Bellamy salute stopping used after we started fighting the the Germans yeah. because we didn't want to be included in that, and then the right. the rest got added. And sorry, that was real, a lot of thinking out loud. Real bad look. Real real Bellamy look. Real bad <laughs> hey. look. Um. So this is also funny because it's uh, evident that conservatives just like have no uh, no editorial. <laughs> method right um so this is uh this is an excerpt of uh uh a document that they put together for the uh the rnc platform uh the excuse they're using is they don't want to put anybody in danger of coronavirus mm-hmm. because there's no possible way that you can write a, a party platform <laughs> unless you have everybody in the same room together yeah. Uh, all all talking loudly without masks. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the only way that that a party platform can be written. So I mean, universities aren't open right now. Or I mean, <laughs> most of those are trying to go back into yeah. person because they're idiots. But that's that's going really well for them too. I've seen. Oh, it's fucking dope. It's very smart. It's because um, they have good plans or or, so, or so plans the, at all. The excuse they're leaning on is that they can't get together and write a platform so this is an excerpt of a document that was released based on uh, that so whereas the rnc enthusiastically supports president trump and continues to reject the policy positions of the obama biden administration as well as those espoused by the democratic national committee today therefore be it resolved that the republican party has and will continue to enthusiastically support the president's america first agenda 
Nice. That's not scary. The next line, <laughs> which is where you go into the uh, the editorial uh, practices of the GOP. Uh, the next word is resolve. Er, sorry, resolved. <laughs> resolved. Resolved. Yeah. Basically, they put a they put a V in front of the L and then a V after the L. Nice. Um, and they didn't catch that somehow. Uh, resolve a little bit. Well, that comes from the Romans. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, L is like what a century, it's, right? It's a Rezo five <laughs> Leved. <laughs> um, uh, resolved that the 2020 Republican National Convention will adjourn without adopting a new platform until the 2024 Republican National Convention. Nice. So, um, they're they're kind of an enthusiastically slobbing the uh, the Trump knob here. Um, yeah. But, and then when we look at the uh, the guest speaker list. Um, Hell yeah. This is this is dope. Yeah, this is really I, I saw a fake one going around that had the uh, the demon sperm lady on it. That that doctor <laughs> that doctor that believes right. that there's a cure for coronavirus and it's like prayer or fairies or something and yeah, if you uh, have pra- sex prairie, with prairie fair fair fairy bear uh uh fairy berries fairy bears that's a, well, that's a cereal i ate i think yeah yeah, yeah. um so <clears throat> we've got some we've got some predictable ones you got uh senator tim scott house minority whip steve scalise blah 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 matt gates <laughs> Uh, if you're familiar with Matt Gates, the most he's punchable face, extremely punchable face, which is, you know, it's also very flat. So I feel like there's no. a lot of surface area to punch on top of that. It would ripple. Uh, recently, he uh, he claimed that he has a uh, an adopted uh, POC son. <laughs> um, if you look into the history of that, no. he was in uh, his his quote unquote son was in the background of uh, pictures that he had released earlier on his twitter account and he referred to who is now his son as his helper oh no yeah so what the fuck if you do some digging into that uh it's it's a really creepy story so he's got this like he's got the help around it's this creepy like son that he bought somewhere matt Matt gates is in his mid-30s oh and his son he's a wayfair child his son when he was adopted was like or i don't even know when he was adopted exactly but he's he's had his son slash helper or whatever he wanted to call him at first since he was like 12 years old and now he's 18 so Mm. really creepy relationship there and the fact that he didn't initially claim him as a son until it was like politically expedient to try to like fight back against some some blm movement stuff uh with the police right Uh, that's when he started like i've got a poc son how dare you claim that i don't know what it's like to fucking weirdo yeah so he's a he's a total fucking creep um and and a total uh total trump sycophant um you've got jim jordan a Mm -hmm. similar case in in the sycophancy Mm -hmm. um Former UN ambassador Nikki Haley, who's of course, yeah, just a treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, RNC chair Ronna McDaniel. I've got no opinion on her. I don't really know yeah, her. Is, yeah. uh, so Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Uh, that's yeah. that's the that's the people that uh, decided to uh, wave guns at the uh, BLM protesters in St. Louis. To, to be fair, some of my favorite memes that I've ever made were off of them. Oh yeah, yeah no, so, some some great yeah. memes came out of that. They're fire meme material. I do like that they're both speaking at the same time uh, right. because so, it's going to so be like a diamond here, and let, silk kind of thing, right? Let's make a little bit of a, a predictive thing oh, yeah. here. Um, 
fucking Hodge twins with guns. I, I'm guessing. Skin. I'm guessing that what's what they're they're going to be like a very short appearance. Uh, and what what they're gonna do is they're gonna like come out onto a stage or something with with guns dressed the way that they were that day with mm. with like toy guns or something right because they had their real guns taken away <laughs> um and then you know they'll say like a couple of words and they'll be like we're voting for trump right um Mm-hmm. And then, and then that'll be the end of it. That's that's a safe bet. I I think uh, that that's that that's half right. I think they're going to come up essentially in their their costumes, sure, um, or maybe something really ridiculous. I, I'm not sure, but uh, something to to kind of uh, to 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 be a spiritual lightning rod for all the same vibes. <laughs> um, but then I think that they're going to do a Hodge twins slash diamond and silk kind of uh, uh, two person Republican comedy routine kind of thing God. where it's going to start off like, no, it's not going to start off serious. It's going to start off with them like f- filling in one another sentences and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and like shitting on Obama or whatever. They're probably going to say something about being liberal at one point or how yeah. they believed in BLM. We used to. Right. Until we decided to point <laughs> guns at them and they criticized us for yeah. it. Uh, and then it's going to get really, really serious. Uh, and uh, that, that's yeah. how it'll kind of face out. Um, but I think I think it might last a while uh, or it'll, it'll feel like forever either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I have no... Uh, I'm just going to preface the rest of this with uh, I have no will or desire to watch the RNC. Um, That's so fair. The only way I'm going to find out about the, this this prediction of ours is if somebody accidentally sends it to me. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Hey, take a look at this. Uh, no, wrong person. Yeah. Um, so uh, next, next speaker is uh, Donald Trump Jr. So I guess this is tonight. Because Donald mm-hmm. Trump Jr. is speaking tonight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Monday, August twenty fourth. If I could read. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess I guess this uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey thing may have already happened. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm so right is because I already watched yeah, it. I don't. I don't want to. I'm just being a shithead about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Donald Trump Jr. followed by uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, who is is that Donald Trump Jr.'s wife or girlfriend? I don't fucking I don't I don't care. I know that I know that she's effectively a Trump though. Yeah, she's and, and she's she's banging. It's something worth noting that uh uh about 50% of the speakers at this event are uh, are all Trumps. Right. Um and then uh capping yeah. off uh capping off the uh RNC speaker list tonight is Turning Point USA founder Charlie Kirk who Oh my God! Guilfoyle was married to Gavin Newsom. He, she was. Yeah. Ugh. Or is is that what that says? Hold on. No. Spouse. Yeah, Gavin Newsom. That's what Wikipedia says. Gavin, boy, what are I, you doing? I trust Wikipedia. Um, yeah, and uh, fuck, she that was. Must have, that must have been a long time ago because Gavin's got like kiddos and stuff now. Two thousand six is when it ended. It was a five year thing. Man. Um, and Don't then. Don't know what you got. Till it's gone. I don't like. She might be dating one of them, but it, it doesn't seem to say anything about it. She, um, pretty sure she's she's Donald Trump's or Donald Trump Jr.'s. Uh, that that was the impression GF. that was in my head as soon as you said it. But I, I yeah, um, I don't know. She she was a close advisor to Newsom and also Oof. married him. Um, Buddy. and all his cool stuff. I don't know, dude. She was magna magna cum at. Uh, 
at uh, Davis, which is funny. <laughs> She's ma- magna cum at the uh, the, the cow school. Um, <laughs> got her. Got her. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Being a weird guy about schools. Uh, so anyway, Guilfoyle. Yeah, and then uh, and then Charlie Kirk <laughs> I mentioned. So let me go into August twenty uh, fifth. One thing about Charlie Kirk though is that uh, we might need to do some analytics on this. But is his face bigger or smaller, and is his head bigger or smaller than uh, than Gates? <laughs> it's, I'm confused. I'm trying to imagine them, and their faces are like melting together in See, my memory. Gates is uh, Gates has a. Uh, weird john shit like a weird job but his his face is mostly proportional to his big head okay yeah yeah, yeah. it's just everything's then, big yeah charlie kirk has like a big <laughs> head and face. a tiny tiny <laughs> face that doesn't look like it belongs on, on right. that oh that's good that's uh, fun so plenty to be said about uh charlie kirk and maybe one day we'll do a, a deep dive on charlie kirk uh, we just know he's a he's a good boy yeah he's he's a real good fellow um so August 25th, uh, First Lady Melania Trump. I'm sure that'll be a, a rousing speech. I'm sure she won't steal anything again. Yeah, I mean, like, who, who fucking cares? But yeah, like, also that. <laughs> her her uh, last RNC uh, speech was, like, basically plagiarized from... Uh, it was Michelle Obama, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it was it the last one? It was, it was one that wasn't too long ago, but... I think... Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess the last RNC. Yeah, the yeah, last yeah, RNC. Yeah. yeah, she she like basically stole word for word uh, one of Michelle Obama's uh, yeah. speeches, which is which is cool. Which fuck Michelle Obama too, but yeah. Um, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, that's really good. Yeah, he's uh, just gonna grunt a bit and then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you see what 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 strikes me most about Trump is that he really hates China, and I I hate China too. So and if you think about it, Iraq wasn't that bad. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta we gotta go into China and uh, take out the communists. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Rand Paul, Rand Paul, the 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 best thing that ever happened was Rand Paul versus right. his neighbor beat the shit out of him. I, I was about to say how how incredible would it be if during his speech tomorrow, so, uh, like his neighbor just rushed the stage and Round beat the shit out of the motherfucker. <laughs> And then, oh god, I love this next one. Yeah, so the next one is uh, Nicholas Sandman, who is the uh, the smirking devil child from Covington Catholic. Mm. Please don't sue me. This is a, a satirical bit, Nicholas <laughs> Sandman. I know that you've got very powerful lawyers. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, fuck. No, I, I have nothing to say. Yeah, it's also obvious. What? What? Is, yeah. What? What is the benefit there, except for reinforcing the idea that? white people are under attack and we need to fight back but, i mean that's the yeah that's the whole thing yeah yeah uh eric trump uh, <laughs> i've never like so not not to like uh i guess compliment snl too much <laughs> but some of their funniest bits are where uh there's the one guy who's playing uh donald trump jr and mm. then there's the other guy that's playing Eric Trump and Eric Trump just like tries to like mimic everything Donald Trump Jr. is doing. <laughs> and then like every now and then he'll be asked a question and be like, what? <laughs> Dude, I, I love how scared Eric Trump always looks. Yeah, no, he's, he's got beautiful. like a perpetual like nervous, terror, terrified grimace on his face. Yeah, it rules. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite one of this night, I think, though, is Tiffany Trump. Is she real? 
<laughs> I don't know. Never I've, I've, heard I've of never, I've <laughs> never seen Trump like uh, Donald Trump ever like publicly acknowledge that Tiffany Trump is the daughter of. I his. mean, she's she's a lot less hot than her sister. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I, honestly, I don't know if that's true because I don't yeah, remember what she looks I, like. I but can't even tell you like the basics of what Tiffany Trump looks like. That wasn't me objectifying her that was a joke about trump fucking his kids yeah which okay? you know which he'll, is chill he'll make those jokes which too is so it's okay yeah. Yeah. i'm just I'm, I'm reusing one of his bits if Yell he can me for say that. it why can't i <laughs> it's it's his word <laughs> uh wednesday uh. the 26th vice president mike pence hell yeah that's how it should be second lady karen pence because they can never be apart from each other yeah especially in elevators um Let's see. Marsha Blackburn. I don't really have an opinion about her. Yeah, I'm whatever. sure she sucks. Senator Joni Ernst. She did something really shitty recently. And I'm, I'm trying to put a pin on it, but uh, 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 fuck. She's from Iowa, so that already sucks. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. She's, uh, she just sucks. She just sucks. She just, uh, she sucks. I'm looking at all the news here for her, and it's just, you know, boring as shit. She's just being a person from Iowa, right? Yeah, she basically just, like, heavily wrapped the politics into the impeachment trial, so. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. But uh, there's there's something else you did recently that was, like, really shitty, but I Mm. can't put my finger on it. Uh, Right. And then we Dan, have Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, man. Uh, my my favorite guy. pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is where like my criticism of SNL comes in because they, they made fun of Dan Crenshaw or what's his fucking face did. Um, no, the, train, no. the train wreck guy on SNL. I have no idea. I haven't watched SNL in a very yeah, long time. Fair enough. Um, but he made a joke about uh, Dan Crenshaw looking like a porn star villain or something like or a porn <laughs> porno villain. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty fucking funny right I, I mean it is funny but now i'm i'm like thinking too hard about what a porn villain is yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I haven't watched that many like uh uh it's just, uh, it's just james episodic. dean <laughs> it's funny because he's a rapist apparently Ooh. yeah that yeah. guy is a rapist just dan a reminder Cren- for dan crenshaw or james dean i mean one of them for sure and one of them i won't speak on okay uh so dan dan <laughs> crenshaw is a uh He's a, a child wearing an eye patch. He's a sneaky little snake. Yeah, he's, he's roughly the same height as uh, Ben Shapiro. There's a picture of them together, <laughs> and Ben Shapiro looks like a fucking goofball wearing a cowboy hat. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, and he's like leaning forward all awkwardly. Yeah, but, yeah I forgot that Dan Crenshaw is short. It's more that he's like a child in that he uh, he has that high school Republican uh, right, kind no, of personality. No, no. And that's what I was going to get into as yeah, well. Yeah, he's on top really of bizarre. That, he he's got like toddler level pol- politics, yeah. Uh, where where he, you know he'll just take something completely out of context, and then he uh, he uses the fact that he's a veteran and lost his eye in mm-hmm. the uh, I think it was Iraq. Uh, he uses that as like a bludgeon to basically shut everybody yeah. up, which is really speaking cool. as a veteran. The dumbest, like, yeah. most bullshit thing you can fucking do. Are you saying it doesn't make you right? 
if and, you yeah. like, got hurt and, somewhere. And, you know, uh, also speaking as a veteran, you you would think that somebody who not only lost an eye, but certainly like everybody else in the military lost people that they knew mm-hmm. or even like were close with in a bullshit war that led to absolutely nothing. You'd think that he would like maybe take that to heart and go, hmm, what a shitty situation I found myself in as a veteran to have been party to this this horrible abortion of of a military engagement that achieved fucking nothing except for killing a bunch of people some of whom i cared about very much and instead he's he's taken that that veteran status and turned it into i'm pro war i love war and trump's my fucking guy and if you say anything bad about me i'm just gonna be like wow i can't believe you insulted a veteran you know i uh i worked at a home depot for a long time and one day coming off of a ladder uh i slipped and i pulled my arm behind me and i i dislocated my shoulder (laughs) Uh, and uh, and because of that, if you shop at Lowe's, you're a fascist. <laughs> um, but also, you know, Dan you Crenshaw know, braver, is so funny. Braver than our troops is our, <laughs> yeah, our, uh, is our, our Home Depot ladder climbers. And, and our porn star villains. <laughs> and our porn star villains. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, Minecraft YouTubers. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Dan Crenshaw is also one of those people, and like most, most of these people kind of are, um, He's he's the type of person that gets called out by Joe Rogan. Yeah. Which absolutely. is with such a special kind of person to yeah, be. Yeah, because because he's so fucking stupid that that even when he's on Joe Rogan's show, Joe will be like, Well, that doesn't really make any sense, bro. And it's always about weed, but it's always like I mean that, that no, highlights no, 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 it. It doesn't he, matter. Because he did the he was uh, I remember seeing this because it was interesting to me. It was Yeah, what uh, else was there? It was Dan Crenshaw and Joe Rogan talking about universal health care. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that too. And, Has he been on there a couple times? And Joe Rogan actually like firmly believes in universal healthcare. Yeah. And Dan Crenshaw was trying to like come up with like some bullshit like mental gymnastics way of like denying that healthcare was something that everybody needed and should right. be a right. I mean, say say what you will. Uh, and I, have, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I, I have, and I will continue to say a lot of uh, to talk a lot of shit on Joe Rogan, but. Uh, in the end, like he's just I, I, I can't tell if he's the smartest dumb guy or the dumbest smart guy, but he's dumbest, the smartest dumb guy. Yeah, uh, probably. That's, but like, that's what I would say. Yeah. But he he outside of a lot of these problematic, just like uninformed, doesn't have enough of an ability for mental gymnastics kind of stuff around, you know, trans people and things like that. He's generally only problematic because of the fact that he brings on people that suck because he's been sucked in this weird network of people. Sure. Um, and, and it's and, honestly, it's surprising that he's not deeper in that network saying that he was like a fucking combat sports guy and, <laughs> and you know, all that shit. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of down with Joe Rogan in a way while also realizing I, I, he I sucks. See him, I see Joe Rogan and this isn't like a, a qualifier of him being good or bad, but I see him as kind of like a barometer for, for general America. Yeah. He's because a, there's a lot of people I know that have very few political opinions, but they listen to his show right. and he's got a huge following and to him it's like or to me it's it's joe rogan is is like 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 i said a, a barometer of of like the general sentiment in america because yeah, he's he's the human not, embodiment of the overton window right and so you know he he espouses a lot of beliefs that i think the general public also believe in yeah um so that's not really to his credit in any way it's just that's that's what he does is he's just 
He's the 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 sum total or average of of general political right, right. beliefs. Well, it's um. So there's this. Fuck, I forget if it's Gramsci or, or Althusser who said this, and I'm going to get called out. But uh, it's uh, I think it, it, it was Althusser because Gramsci is mostly talking about uh, uh, hegemony. But so the the more outside of ideology you are the more within it you actually are uh that's a butchering of the quote but it the, the idea is still there <sighs> but you know like joe rogan is one of these people that is absolutely ideological in the same way that like most standard americans are uh but it's in such a way that it it's just kind of like weirdly deeply honest and he is For just sure. constantly like absorbing these like new ideas uh, and it's just that he's he he doesn't it seems like he doesn't have an ideology because his ideology doesn't have a, an explicit discrete title like a Marxist or something like that. Right. But ultimately, his ideology is entirely formatted on the fact that he lives in he's, he lives in a society and he <laughs> is an honest reflection of those social assemblages, uh, that sure. whole milieu. Um, and so. Yeah, uh, Joe Rogan is deeply ideological by believing that he's not in a really fascinating way. And so I think that he's, while being right wing, because America is right wing, and he wouldn't call himself right wing either. Um, but while being functionally right wing, um, he is incredibly useful and interesting to listen to in a way because of the fact that he does reflect the the uh, the overarching uh, ideology in a way that uh, is worth paying attention to. Yeah, I, I- don't listen to him very much, but whenever I see like an interesting subject pop up, like like the Dan Crenshaw and, right. and him talking about healthcare thing, it's been a I long will, time for me, but yeah, I, I listen will, to I will listen to it because it 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 just gives me a good, uh, I think, view of of general ideology in America. Yeah. Well, back in like 2017, I listened to him substantially more just because he felt like. Oh, this is like one of my kind of dumb normie friends. And I'm like busy writing and studying all the time. And so I'm just going to like listen to him talk. DMT. Yeah. And just like, oh, man, I I miss these conversations, even if I have to like kind of smile and nod sometimes. Uh, But yeah, after a while, it just became so saturated in um, his own kind of weird increasing bullshit. And just the fact that there's this massive social constellation around him now. Um, Right. Yeah. Because when did he really blow up? It was probably around 2016. It was it was around that 2015, um, maybe. I think it wasn't longer ago. A little bit earlier than that, yeah. but yeah, he he really blew up for sure uh, around that time. I think. Yeah, I mean that's when I started listening. Is is I think 2017, but uh, it, fuck, it was launched in 2009, and I remember seeing some really old episodes uh, of just like it was before they had that studio and just him and um, that other MMA guy, the really paranoid one. Uh, just like talking shit Isn't and like being Dan confused. or something. Yeah. I'm say it's Dan. Yeah. Dan something. Yeah. That's his name. <laughs> Dan something. The guy that like was, was even starting to weird out, uh, uh, the gay frogs guy. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Jones. Alex Jones until Alex Jones ended up flipping all the way around. <laughs> Losing shit about vampires. I think, I think that Dan guy is still part of the show, but he just like, Hides in a corner and like God, looks up stuff for Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, he's 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 Joe was yeah. like, Hey, bro, could you uh, look no, that's, up? Uh, the, uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? Uh, the Jamie. I, Jamie's his assistant. Oh, Jamie. Okay, um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that guy's still on the show, though. 
probably in, in he's some, probably somewhere some like he yeah i know he pops on occasionally yeah. uh he's, he's probably like joe knows that like this dude doesn't have the right brains but he's like he's my he's my friend and i gotta give him a job right 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 <laughs> got all this money to throw around i might as well help this guy out i mean he used to be on there with like brian redband which was hilarious because yeah. redband was just such a fucking idiot <laughs> uh, and he would just get shat on all the time which was uh, so good but um yeah man i i i forget so, so someone someone knows who this guy yeah. is because uh, he was a, he was another MMA fighter, a great fighter, uh, and then but he he just wouldn't stop fucking talking about like how the moon was fake and shit. Hell yeah, uh, moon which fake so what was like too much for Joe even, which ruled. <laughs> uh, so after anyway. Dan Crenshaw, <laughs> uh, we have Representative Elise Stefanik. Don't know anything about her. I don't care. Uh, former acting director of National Intelligence Richard <laughs> Greenell. Mm. Yeah, and we're big fans of the intelligence community here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, my favorite thing that's happened over the last four years is the fact that uh, now all the idiot, like, uh, ostensibly left uh, centrist lib shitheads uh, have fallen in love with the whole intelligence and uh, security apparatus. What a fucking dumb... Oh, God, Jesus. That makes me so fucking angry. Trump it's, doesn't even listen to our intelligence community oh who we God. should trust. Yeah. It, uh, Trump doesn't even listen to the people that we literally ended up uh, causing the crack ep- ep- epidemic using. Causing the crack epidemic, killing uh, Fred Hampton. The democratically elected uh, elected people yeah. uh, in, in South America. Um yeah, dude, our, our whole intelligence apparatus is, is really cool and fine. Um, some of them, I assume, are good people. Some of them, <laughs> yeah, except for the ones in the NSA. We know none of those are. Um, oh, yeah. Well, except for the one guy that was just a contractor, right? Snowden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's fine. Is he? You don't think he's fine? I mean, Maybe. He's probably an asshole because he like decided to join something like that to begin with, but yeah, he's done I, good I things. Think, I think the way that he released the information that he released was uh, not strategic. Yeah, I, I, I'm, caused, I'm not going to call him a genius. a lot of harm to uh, people who probably didn't deserve it. In in, in what in what sense? Uh, uh, like just, military folks, or yeah, and and not to not to say that everybody in the military deserves to be like kept safe or anything like that, but. Um, Having been former military, a lot of military people are kids that got conned into something. For sure. And what he did uh, kind of exposed a lot of uh, operational security. Okay. Um, so I, I I disagree with him on some points. I think overall what he did was the right thing. I right, just think right. he, he should have known better as an intelligence person what he was doing. Sure. Um, so aside from a strategic discrepancy that i have with that i think otherwise he's fine i mean wasn't it also just that he had this like massive array of documents and things that he couldn't necessarily even really know the uh yeah he, the, he had way too to. much and so what he did was he, he just released it, it to journalists and then let well, them handle he gave it. it to wikileaks right i think he did did some of it with wikileaks but i i, I think he he was just trying to share with with a lot of different journalists at the yeah, same I know time that he and uh, uh, glenn greenwald worked together a lot Oh right, right, right. Um, but uh, I think I think most of like the the stuff that probably shouldn't have been released went through WikiLeaks. Yeah, which. Right, right. 
WikiLeaks is its own mess that, that could yeah, be talked fair. about for that's forever. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny because it's it's confusing to me exactly how much of the stuff he did went through WikiLeaks because I know some of it did. Yeah. Um, but but it's uh, you talk to a lot of people about Snowden and they confuse him with Assange. Oh, um, and <laughs> yeah. honestly, Assange should be named Snowden because he has that like weird like yellow white hair, yeah, I was like a say, snow looks piss like in it. Borderline albino. He does. He does. <laughs> what? Uh, whatever happened to that guy after he got arrested and fell into a black hole? Uh, I believe he he's in uh, black site getting <laughs> no, no, fucked no, no, by... no, no, no. He he was in a South American country's embassy as like a... yeah, and then got pulled out. Did he get pulled? Yeah, out? he got dragged the fuck out oh, because shit. he was smearing shit on the walls or whatever oh, weird yeah, excuses yeah. they used. Which, which um, is part of why WikiLeaks and Assange is so cool because, yeah, I remember this now. Like, they got tired of him because he let his, like, cat shit everywhere. And, right, And, like, right. he wouldn't clean it up. And, then and he, he was, like, using like, a skateboard indoors and shit. Yeah, and he was just, like, so funny. also just generally slobbish and they just got tired of him. So, like, all right, we can pass him off to America or whatever. Yeah, he's probably getting, uh, getting the old CIA waterboard treatment. <laughs> um... He's incarcerated in HM Prison, Belmarsh, uh, apparently in, in ill health. Um, Gee, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> I wonder how his ill health came about. Uh, toxoplasmosis. <laughs> <laughs> and beatings. And beatings. Yeah, probably the beatings. Uh, so after the director of national intelligence, or former acting director, I, I like how the Trump administration has been such a cluster that mm. like we have mostly acting directors of like major oh, yeah. uh, institutions. Like it just sounds like the official term now. <laughs> yeah. Former acting director of intelligence, <laughs> national intelligence. Uh, so after him, we have uh, White House counselor Kellyanne Conway, who is apparently leaving. Yes, after, which yeah. is a very interesting thing that she's speaking because she's she's having to quit her position because her home life is such a disaster. I mean, her, imagine being married to that guy. Am I right? <laughs> which which guy? Well, her and her husband apparently oh, have a yeah. bunch of disagreements I, about this stuff. I think that's all performative. Oh, I'm but, sure a uh, lot her, of it is. Her yeah. daughter has, uh, I believe, officially filed for emancipation. That's cool. Um, I mean, same. I should have. And her and her daughter is not by any means like any like leftist uh, great thinker or anything. But right. uh, she seems to have some fundamental disagreements with uh, Kellyanne and surprise. Trump. Yeah. Uh, and then Thursday, which I believe is yet yeah, it's the last day, we got President Trump. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I saw the last one on the list. Yeah. And I knew that was going to happen, <laughs> shit, but for I, some I, reason, it's so fucking funny to me. I meant, I meant to scroll down a Holy little bit. Shit. A little bit less than that. Fuck yes. But, uh, Talking yeah. about JR. Okay. All right. So, President Trump, nothing to say there. Housing and Urban Development Secretary <laughs> Ben Carson. Man, that's going to be a long speech. <laughs> it's going to have so, like 24 words. It's going to take 48 hours. If there's to say about President Trump speaking, then there's uh, plenty of time to sleep when <laughs> Ben Carson is speaking. Oh, and then the turtle guy after yeah. Ben Carson. How Mitch, are people going to survive this? Mitch McConnell. Who fucking cares? Oh, fuck. Fuck that guy. Oh, uh, holy shit. This night is a nightmare. Yeah. Tom Cotton. Also, fuck. fuck that guy. If you don't know why, just just look him up. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Also, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, all of these, all of these are people that if you look up, like Tom Cotton is bad because you'll just get a fucking list. <laughs> it just says fascism. Um, <laughs> if you look up Kevin op-ed. McCarthy is bad because you'll get <laughs> a right. fucking list. I, I I like how they have all these abominably. Uh, abominable people who are going to be impossible to listen to. Yep. Followed by the person that holds everything together. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, Ivanka Trump there is after go. Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rudy Giuliani, who oh man, what, what yeah. a fucking power move to pick that guy to speak for anything right now. Like that dude, oh yeah, that dude can't go on TV without saying some outlandish, <laughs> borderline incriminating or fully incriminating thing. It's his job. Yeah, I think I think it really is because he says it on on like news where like I don't think you can use that in court necessarily, right? And so like he just kind of gets ahead of everything. Like, well, yeah, we we fucking. We we hired those two Russian guys right, to, right. to beat up some. <laughs> you, you know, of, of all the people that that you know, we we claim that people have brain worms a lot because they've changed in bizarre ways. But of all the people that that has to be true of, oh, it's definitely Rudy Giuliani. Holy fuck, that Cause, guy! Because imagine the story. I always dive. like to imagine the the story of Rudy Giuliani, where like nine eleven was a tragic event, hmm. and he he handled it pretty well, all things considered. Right. He didn't say any N words, as far yeah, as I know. And he really, he really brought the city together during that time, and he could have just rode that out forever. I mean, he kind of tried, but he tried like beating it out. Well, well, you know? no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like he could have just, you know, like ended his term, oh. and then just rode that, like never said anything ever again, and just rode that oh, out yeah, for the rest of his life as like a as, as like a as hero. And then he just goes on to just like be an absolute stumbling clusterfuck. Yeah. Well, because he had the social capital and he needed to spend <laughs> yeah. it, you know, like he's not going to he's not going to retire on that. Gotta, he's going to spend a little social capital to make a little social. Capital. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so he, uh, he, he could have had a, a very fine legacy and he decided to just fuck it up because he couldn't shut the fuck up. Incredible. Uh, Franklin Graham. That's a. Uh, uh, the son of uh, what's his fucking name? Also Graham, obviously. But uh, it's uh, fuck the, the, the Lindsay. Is it Lindsey Graham? No, no, no. no, no. I, I'm not sure who Franklin Graham is. Samaritan's purse. He's the, uh, oh. oh, the 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 pastor asshole. Yeah. Uh. Uh. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Billy, Billy Graham. Yeah, so he's the son of Billy Graham. Who I, I love that there's Billy implied, Graham was one hmm. of the guys that claimed that uh, Hurricane Katrina was caused by the gays. Right. I love that there's a whole implied genealogy here because you know, you know where the Graham cracker comes from. <laughs> Do you? No, no but I, I like the uh, the association of Graham and cracker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's fair. But uh, the the Graham cracker and Kellogg's. Um, so Graham and Kellogg's were both uh, were Kellogg were both um, weird Puritans that wanted to develop oh, like bland right. foods yeah, to yeah. stop boys from getting erections. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> Nothing makes me softer than a Graham cracker. I mean, you guys aren't using Graham crackers, right? Oh. Those. Those will work. Slap a little chocolate and marshmallow in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so after Franklin Graham, we have Alice Johnson. And in parentheses, it sent, says granted clemency by Trump. For, for her involvement in a Memphis cocaine trafficking organization. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Okay. I, I knew it was something dumb, but... Yeah, Jeez. dude, I'm confused about Jeez. what what the politics were for her release. What color is she? Uh, actually, she's uh, no, she's, no, no. I believe she's black. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She's black, and that's that's his way of getting the black vote. 
I guess so, man. It's it's that simple in their minds, I think, where they just go, well, we saved a black person from jail. You guys are happy, right? Yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> so she was actually convicted of money laundering and structuring. So maybe she's like doing, she's like uh, consulting. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, and so the the cherry on on the very top of this list, which caused Dorian oh, to burst yes, out in laughter. When yes. I first saw it, I also burst out can in I, laughter. Can, can I announce it? Uh, we need to hold up, hold up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna do? Oh okay, because we also need the other one right afterwards. <laughs> okay. Uh, and UFC president Dana White. What, does that give you wet ass pee no, word? Wrong one. Oh, I, oh, oh, I wanted oh, the, the oh, you meant the, the, the horn. Yeah. Yes. Ah, hell yeah. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I just wanted, I know, that, I just wanted that to was, play the wet ass p word. Yeah, we did again. three different sounds there. Yeah, that was good. That's a Dana power White. play. Dana this is, fucking this is, White. This is where it would be good for us to have like a producer. Um, I mean, all that that uh, no. <laughs> that, that's like in the background just like ready for our cues and he's like hell yeah play the sound if you want to become our producer uh send your uh your cv and resume <laughs> uh not sorry sorry not the cv and resume a cv and cover this letter is a, this is an intern position <laughs> it is an intern position you will not be paid for this but you will get uh imaginary you college get to credits hang out with two cool guys two cool dudes uh, but yes, yeah, send those in to us uh, and I will genuinely read them and we'll consider them. We'll actually do live interviews um, for the position yeah, and, uh, during and, our 24 and, hour uh, pod. You know, you can actually send them to the uh, to the Benzo Rehab email, which yep. I have set up. Mm hmm. Or uh, to either one of us on uh, on on Instagram. Yeah, if on you just Instagrams. have a, like an image of it. Sure. Um, so the. Uh, the email address is uh, benzorehabdungeon at gmail.com. Yeah. So uh, uh, send, send those in to us. It's it's entirely possible that I will check that email at some point. It is. It is possible. I might even remind him, though I probably yeah. won't. Um, but uh, yeah, s send us your, your cover letters and CVs <laughs> uh, or resumes, and uh, we will hold some live interviews um, on, uh, on our 24-hour pod, which is next weekend. For sure, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And, or we won't. Maybe we just won't pick up your calls because we don't want to. But you know, you have a chance. We'll uh, we'll, we'll announce more about the uh, twenty four hour pod at the the end. By the way, um, yeah, I, th yeah. I think I haven't figured out how how we're gonna work this. Uh, so we'll, we'll give you the basic structure of that uh, at the end. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the RNC speaker list, which is just a fucking amazing uh, uh, cast of characters. Hell yeah. Especially ending with Dana White. It bums me out that he's the last person. He should be the first. Well, no, he's he's gotta he's gotta ride the uh the hype wave out, you know? Like That's true. The the train's leaving station and he he needs to make sure that it's uh it's fueled up. The right. Trump Trump train to coming. Trump train to coming. Um so I think that's all I wanted to talk about uh, with the with the GOP. Uh, which which rolls right into the next link that I that I had prepared. This dirty fuck. <laughs> um, so Rahm Emanuel, a person whose opinions mm. we, for some reason, uh, oh shit, I gotta turn off our ad blocker. You guys, you guys remember when I uh, mentioned uh, the fact that there was a lot of public housing being built along the Chicago River, uh, and then it got converted uh, to condominiums uh for the for the uh wealthy 
that's Rahm Emanuel's fault. That that is Thanks, literally Rahm. all his fault. Uh, there there are a lot of different projects, even to the state, that are being built because of him. That are in these weird, ambiguated spaces where they're meant for poor people's housing built on toxic land, uh, and they're eventually going to be uh, transitioned to condos and things of the sort. Uh, so at least like we have the rich like living on poisonous riverbeds, uh, hey. which is funny, but. Uh, yeah, this guy, I I only, I mean, for for complete uh, transparency, I, I only lived in Chicago for a year. Uh, but uh, within that year of interacting with uh, the uh, the eco politics and everything, uh, I I have learned to hate Rahm Emanuel more than I uh, I can express. That guy fucking sucks. I don't know. It doesn't seem. Like- <laughs> So what's he doing? What's he doing now? Uh, so Rahm Emanuel was on a show called The Closing Bell. Trying to call the IDF to come into <laughs> Southside Chicago and kill minorities. Sure, probably. Um, and uh, he, uh, he gave some remarks. Uh, one of one of the uh, the most poignant quotes of this uh, this interview is, "This will be the year of the Biden Republicans," said Emmanuel, citing appearances of John Kasich, <laughs> former governor of Ohio, Colin Powell, uh, and uh, Cindy McCain, the widow of uh, Senator John McCain. In response to crisis and threats, Capitol always attempts to consolidate somewhere. Somewhere in 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 the, the populist mass, in order to save itself, and the Biden Republican is the best fucking term I can think of for yep. that weird fascist consolidation. Absolutely, awesome. And this and this is why I would like to make the case that not only is the RNC tumbling into the abyss of weird right wing fascism, uh, but the DNC is is following them. They're they're yep. trying their best to catch up to them. To, to pick up the stragglers, which exist. Yep. So uh, another quote of his, uh, Joe Biden will be a president. We will all be proud to salute. Uh, I, don't, I don't fucking share that opinion. I honestly don't even fucking care if Biden is elected at this point. Imagine saluting that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Just like showing him any sign of respect. Sir, I just have to say that you are an inspiration to all of us. I never thought somebody could be so lackluster and pointless. And By here the you way, are. Are your teeth real? <laughs> Absolutely not. Are they pulled directly out of a child, or did you have to age them Come first? Oh man. <laughs> I gotta talk about my teeth like they ain't real. What was uh, sorry, I'll I'll cover this like afterwards. I don't have a bunch of whalebone chicklets in this mouth or something. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> let's see. Somewhere in here, he says something about how uh, Biden shouldn't commit to the Green New Deal and he should not commit to Medicare for all. Um, yeah, the, the lack of support for a Green New Deal and Medicare for all on the Democratic pal- platform helps the party balance between the desires of the moderate and more progressive members, <laughs> Emmanuel said on NBC. Yeah, that's or how it CNBC. works. So basically, he's he's admitting uh, that uh, the Democratic Party wants to do absolutely nothing for the working class in America, absolutely right. nothing for the climate, which uh, I don't know if you've taken a look at California anytime recently, but it's on fire the most I think it's ever been on fire. Uh, it's pretty Maybe close. like the second. Second most probably. Yeah, because 2017 was sure, pretty, yeah, or was 2018 was pretty abominable. 2018, yeah. yeah, because that was the South and the North uh, yeah. a little bit once. Well, I mean, the... 
we got plenty of time down here in South. Oh yeah, well, it's on the way. Yeah. But people have been sending me messages um, since I came back here asking if I'm near the fires, and I'm just like, not yet. <laughs> the entire time I've lived here, that's that's always been uh, my experience. Is mm-hmm. that, I mean, people forget how absolutely gigantic California is, and and not only like just big, but it's also like long. Yeah. Uh, well, just just to like just to kind of express that i mean the east coast is crazy because you'll go through like four or five states oh, in a yeah, day. Yeah, for sure. but but even in the midwest where everything's supposed to be like big and expansive and stuff like i i regularly moved between two states uh and it was uh what a two-hour drive and then i could enter into a third if i really wanted adding sure. like two more right. yeah so four hours to enter into three states but then here in here in california i used to go on these long road trips all the way up to the californian coast into oregon and Entering into Oregon and getting about two thirds of the way up, like that's a twenty-one hour drive. Yeah, was say, it's like eighteen hours day, to get through right? California. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, it's big. <clears throat> right. So yeah, we're we're not anywhere near the fires down here. In case any of the listeners were worried about us, uh, we're safe, and uh, we have a contingency plan in case our house burns Do down. Yeah, uh, I have a car with no back seats. Yep. And we have a tent now also. So. Oh, fuck yeah. I got yeah. that tent. It has an awning, guys. I got this dope tent with an awning. Yeah. So in the case that our house burns down, we... Uh, there are no camping sites, though. We, we will live like most of America will be living in the next couple right. of months. Oh, the eviction crisis Everyone's is still getting evicted. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, this is pretty much a, a mask-off moment for Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Is it Emmanuel or Emmanuel? Emmanuel, I think. Emmanuel. I don't know whatever uh i'm sure he would never correct you because he doesn't that, care about uh, his, he's yeah. admitting that the goal is basically to uh to move more towards the right that's, right that's the green new deal and medicare for all our leftist progressive principles yeah uh he's saying that hey it's great that we don't have either of these things because that way we'll draw in the the elusive uh right-wing voter who maybe is on the fence right now <laughs> Which, um, which, as we said before, those are exclusively blue check marks. Those, the, there's, <laughs> there's twelve of them, and that's all. Um, it's uh, blue check marks, Colin Powell, and uh, uh, George George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and John Kasich. Don't forget him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, George Bush is the uh, is the Biden Republican. Yeah. That rules exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. It, Fuck. The the fucking shit libs are eating, and I don't say the word shit lib a lot, but it, it makes me <laughs> don't, so angry. Awesome. <laughs> the shit yep. libs are the people that are like, "Yes, King George right. Bush is even supporting Biden." <laughs> Take into account what that fucking means. Yeah, this is the guy that that started the the most disastrous war in recent memory since yep. Vietnam. Yeah, and for. Maybe less reason than Vietnam. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely less reason. Less reason because and the French weren't behind it this because time. Also, That's insane. Also, Biden Republican Colin Powell lied to the UN in order to get us into God that conflict. Fuck yeah! And people will say, well, you know, his story is that he was lied to as well. Bullshit! If you're gonna make a decision as big as going into Iraq, you better make sure that you have all your fucking yeah. facts straight. Yeah, and you better make sure that the people that you're getting information from are trustworthy. They, Mike, they had pictures of warehouses. Oh my god! Not warehouses. Warehouses in a foreign country. In a foreign country. Who who allowed? Yeah, the brown to have warehouses. people to have warehouses. Aren't they just supposed to have camels and dunes? Yeah, tents. There, and there was never any kind of. Uh, uh, 
manufacturing or <laughs> supply lines or anything that happened that went no, through Iraq, right? The, there was never any industrialization of the Middle East. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Um, so the so actually it connects into that, but this this incredible quote that Joe Biden said, he oh. he, he took a quote from from Kierkegaard. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I memed that a little bit. No so one likes was, it. That was back in uh, that was back in April, though, wasn't it? Was it? I, I, I because just, it was something about uh, Easter or something. Oh, shit. maybe so. But it's it's a weird bastardization of this mm-hmm. quote. Um, yeah, he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And there, there, there are. And, and t- I'm t- not t- like a, a philosophical mm-hmm. scholar by any means, but when I saw that, I was like. Pretty sure that's not what Kierkegaard. <laughs> so, I mean, Kierkegaard uh, was he he meant what was assuredly a, a series of different things by it, at least two different things. Um, but so I'll, I'll I'll tell you the 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 quote as Joe Biden said it, and then I'll tell you what the full quote actually is because it changes yep, the context absolutely immensely. But so the quote per Joe Biden is, "Faith sees best in the dark." <laughs> <laughs> Which is an interesting quote, and you could view that as being like, uh, faith is most useful in dark times, or faith uh, is best used when you don't have evidence for anything else. So those are the two basic readings that I would see of it. But then you look at the full quote, and it's... Bro, that's so fucking profound. I know. Uh, <laughs> but the full quote I, I, I've i discovered is, faith sees best in the dark, and if it doesn't, it ain't black, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Kierkegaard, yeah. <laughs> famous, yeah. famous uh, arbiter of black or not black. It actually pissed me off because I I had, I had confused if it was Kierkegaard or Kant that, that believed this. Uh, and it is Kant uh, per my per my uh, meditations. I actually haven't looked it up, but <laughs> um, but I was really hoping it was Kierkegaard. Uh, but uh, Kant had this belief that uh, that blackness uh, spread from your belly button when you were born as a baby and it what? spread to the rest of your body. And if that was the Kierkegaard thing, that would be such ripe material for like bizarre no, no, Biden meaning. Uh, but we can make it work somehow. We'll jam it all together. Yeah, I'm. I mean, does does it really all need to be related? No, no, not, none of this matters. No, <laughs> none of this matters. Cool. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Um, so Take your that's uh, that's all I want to talk about with Rahm Emanuel. Uh, what a fucking uh, what a fucking guy. What a cool, yeah, cool ass fucking dude. dude. Um, and further down the trail of uh, really awesome statements that are made by people that we're still listening to for some God reason. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I made a meme about this that I'm going to be releasing later. Uh, but, oh, man. But it, it, needs the, it needs the context of uh, this particular uh, news article before it makes sense. Or it might just make sense on its own. Uh, but but I think it's especially, uh, especially good with uh, this in mind. Um, so former president Barack Obama, we all remember that guy. Yeah, we uh, we tortured some folks. <laughs> Still my favorite quote of his. Yeah. Dude, his 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 usage of the term "folks" is iconic. Yeah. It's powerful. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and like, because I grew up in a rural setting, uh, I'll sometimes use "folks," but I oh, always same. like cringe when I say it because of people like Obama. Right. 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 Well, it's like, imagine... We tortured some folks. Imagine if you didn't have Obama's clout and you were like in court or something and it's just like, sir, um, you are under... You're being charged with the rape and murder of uh, 47 people. And it's like, well, I raped and murdered some folks. (laughs) It's like, imagine saying that. Yeah, right? 
And I mean, it's more it it is there is more nuance and complication to the Obama thing because it's not that he wrote down someone's name and then had them killed. It's just that he looked at the name and then confirmed that they were a civilian and then had them killed. <laughs> All right, Mr. Obama, we need you to blink twice if you're OK <laughs> with them being killed. Uh, fuck you know, yeah. He never signed his name to it, so it's fine. Did he not? I don't know. I'm just, I'm I think just, he did. I think he signed yeah, off on no. literally all of these killings. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the, the drone program. <laughs> which, uh, if if you look up uh, Barack Obama, ninety percent, that'll be a fun uh, little Google adventure for y'all. I mean, the, the the fact of the matter is that uh, the top ten percent get zero uh, percent of the bombings. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's a quote by Bernie, I think. Yeah. yeah. So that's a character I need to work on: right wing Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Top 90% get all the 100% of the bombings. The lower 90%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I, yeah. I'm not an impressions guy. Yeah. It's like, okay. <sighs> fuck. That's, uh, that's, that's my job. <laughs> sort of. No, oh, okay. It's not my job. None of this is my job. I wish I had a job. <sighs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> 2020. Too, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Uh, all right. So former President Barack Obama said that the Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden and progressive standard bearer Senator Bernie Sanders had very similar policy aims from a 40,000 foot level. If you, <laughs> if you look at Joe Biden's goals and Bernie Sanders's goals, they're not that different from a 40,000 foot look, level. Obama told the New Yorker. If, if you look they at my both... dick, if you look at my dick and squint, it's <laughs> right. like it seems pretty big, maybe. From uh, from 40,000 feet away, I can't tell whose is bigger. Uh, they both want to make sure everybody has health care. Oh, they both you. want no, to make don't. sure everybody can get a job that pays a living wage. No, they don't. They want to make sure that every child gets a good education. Uh, no. No, 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 they don't. They don't. No. <laughs> uh, those are all things Bernie believed in. And, and mind you, I'm not like a huge like Bernie forever guy. I think yeah. he was the best way to maybe get some of the material needs that the working class desperately needs right now. He was, in fact, an iconically rare uh, opportunity for that. Absolutely. But, uh, but, but like uh, him he's also person, kind of a coward in some right, ways. Absolutely. And, yeah. And that's why, you know, I would have preferred to have Bernie, but uh, yeah. that didn't work out. And I'm not going to like simp for Bernie all my life yeah. because I could have been Bernie. And, and it's not going to be fucking AOC, guys. She's going to become a Pelosi eventually. I swear to fucking God. I don't know, I, I feel let's, it coming. Let's, let's let's hold out some hope. Let's let's not... Uh... I have it somewhere in the back seat, but I'm, I'm not going to wave it around. Hope, yeah. hope, hope is like... I, I, think, I yeah. think the idea of, of believing that any one of these people is some kind of folk hero or... F- Oh, savior of some is, kind is like fascist it's, well, <laughs> it, it's not even just fascist no, yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's just naive and yeah. stupid and yeah. foolish you you should always be i i have this this fundamental belief that anybody who runs for office probably has something wrong with their brain because nobody mm-hmm. deserves that much power yes and i believe fundamentally that the the office of the presidency can't be ethically held in any way right yeah. Um, well, I so mean, it's, I, I am always mistrusting of whoever thinks that they deserve that much power and authority. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, in, in the ways that I am uh, a Marxist, it's because of the fact that I believe that uh, uh, no one should have any power over someone like the workers. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and yeah. So the the, the further <laughs> off left that I get, the more anarchistic I also get because of that fact, you know. 
So it's like, I, I just I don't think, trust I any of these fucking people. I think there's a good balancing act there. Yeah. You, know, it's, yeah. It's, you become like a, you, a left you need, com. You need good governmental structures in order to make society function in a, in a realistic way. But you should not be so naive to believe that those government structures are always going to operate in good faith yeah. or that they're always going to have your best interest in mind. There should always be a system of public accountability mm. in which, you know, if if one of these government institutions steps out of line, which many of our current government institutions step out of line every fucking day yes um and there's there's no like system of accountability no, for them no, no. presently and uh, so you, you know how you produce that accountability is that you guillotines yeah, right guillotines <laughs> i mean kind of uh but sort of kind of yeah so so when, when when it comes down to it and, and we'll we'll touch on this when we get into our our next ideology series whenever that is when we finally build up like the energy to continue doing it but sure. um because those are fucking exhausting. Uh, but yeah, we, we we do need these complex public systems in order to make things run. Uh, but it depends in which direction you want to democratize them, more or less. Where if you want them to be governmental systems that are explicitly governmental in the way that we think of them now, where they are uh, functionally and necessarily owned by the bourgeoisie, that's one thing. Or you can have a genuinely democratized form of these public institutions <laughs> that ends up pointing more towards, you know, left-com, anarcho-syndicalist, anarcho kind of spaces, which isn't necessarily anarchy in, in, in the ways that a lot of people think about it but it it it's it it more or less just becomes a position of who do you think should be uh making the mandates and keeping the tabs on these public institutions um right, right. and that's the best way to handle it i think is to make sure that these public institutions are genuinely managed by the people that they are serving absolutely right yep we all agree we, we always agree with each we other. We always agree with one another. Um, so the, the, the meme I made. Uh, oh, I'm hell yeah, sure, memes. I'm sure everybody's seen this image of uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen comic series, or I oh, guess yeah. graphic novel. He's, he's the guy with the, the, the blue dick, novel. right? He's, he's the guy with the blue dick. Is and the, what, the, what color is the rest of him? Uh, the rest of him seen. also blue, except oh. for a... Uh, I believe a culturally appropriated black spot on his forehead. Are you sure the rest of him is blue? Because I don't remember anything except his dick. <laughs> Do you remember how long? <laughs> um, he has a helium thing on his forehead, right? Or hydrogen? Uh, I don't yeah. know if that's what it is. It's something yeah. like that. It's I remember like, that comic since I was a kid. It's some kind of atomic symbol. You're some kind of an atomic symbol. Symbol. So, anyways, it's mm. it's uh, the 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 panel of Doctor Manhattan sitting on Mars. And then up above it, it says uh, uh, <laughs> something to the effect of like Joe Biden's goals and Bernie Sanders' goals. They're not that different from a 40,000 foot level. <laughs> I love that that uh, seems to imply that either he had this thought on the way, which he didn't because he teleports, or he is currently saying this as he causes Mars to to, to plummet down onto yeah, Earth, right. killing all of humanity. <laughs> uh, or at least that's how I like to envision it. Um. <laughs> well, Dorit, listen. From the cosmic scale of things, there's not much different from not much difference from a single-celled organism and a human life. 
When you really think about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. There is no worth to anything at all. Man, Dr. Manhattan's woke as all fuck. All things are fundamentally the same as all other things. Doc, 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 Doc Obama. <laughs> Dr. O. Yeah. Doc, Doc, Doc Ock. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find a pun for that later. We're working on it, guys. We'll get back to you. We have uh, R&D doing maybe, this thing. Maybe <laughs> Dr. Manbama. <laughs> <laughs> Manbama. I don't know what that means, but it's funny. <laughs> Just like a, a completely uh, emotionally disconnected uh, godlike figure who, <laughs> who, who neither cares for nor uh, I mean, that's why nor has is... any empathy for, uh, for <laughs> right. anybody. I and mean, that's why his speeches were so good, right? Yeah. Absolutely, because he uh, he really uh, he really showed that like sociopathic uh, right, the, just that, that sociopathic nature. chill, yeah. that vibe. He's so cool. He wears He's sunglasses. So, cool. so does Biden. Biden wears sunglasses. Yeah, but Biden wears them at night because he wants to follow Kierkegaard's <laughs> blessing. Uh, so that that's uh, that's some cool tidbits of wisdom from Obama. That uh, Actually, Biden Biden and Bernie are essentially the same, even though Biden explicitly said that he would veto a Medicare for all bill, yeah. uh, which I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders would not do. No, probably not. Uh, per my, <laughs> my limited understanding <laughs> per, per of their my, platforms, my understanding of everything that Bernie Sanders <laughs> yelled about for has like, ever said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it 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 is it is great to me though that uh, that. Biden. I mean, he also quoted uh, Seamus Haney during that, oh. um, which is a different thing altogether. And I resent it in a different way uh, because Seamus Haney was uh, someone who believed in workers. <laughs> but uh, but Kierkegaard is such a perfect person for uh, Biden to quote. And I love Kierkegaard in a way, but just the fact that there's a Christian existentialist Ooh, somewhere yeah. out there that like Biden is going to turn into Christian nihilism <laughs> really rules. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Christian <laughs> Christian nihilism is my favorite because they uh because it's the Bush thing. <laughs> yeah, and and it's uh the uh, it so nihilism is is more of like a passive thing. I I feel. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. and Christian nihilism is like more active towards the end of all things. <laughs> right. It becomes like Christian es eschatology yeah. almost necessarily. Yeah. Uh, that's dope. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it before, uh, when, when we had Brad Danzen's on the, uh, the, uh, missile defense training that was <laughs> heavily rooted in, in, uh, Christian theology, right? basically, uh, telling these officers that might have to press the, the big red nuke button. Hey, it's okay because God said everything's a part of his plan. And yeah, no, yeah, 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 and and, and you, you know, let let's let's dive really quickly back, and I sure. promise I won't make this a long thing, but okay. in, in, into the theory from before, which is you know that uh, the the body of capital is always intending, uh, while growing in the way that capital likes to grow, it, it still wants to tend as all things do towards homeostasis, uh, and thereby death. Everything it, it's all guided by a death drive, and so. By uh, becoming a Christian nihilist, you necessarily become an eschatologist where you you begin to drive everything uh, deeper into this uh, this this death of uh, of everything involved. Um, so, you know, that's that, that's pretty cool. It's 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 fun to think that anyone who is genuinely a nihilist uh, is also seeking death, which I don't think is something that is surprising to anyone. I think that that's almost a meme at this point. But yeah, that's, uh, someone... that's why I identify as an absurdist, because right. deep down, I'm too much of a coward to die. <laughs> 
But yeah, so so Biden becoming a Christian nihilist, which I know he's not taking credit as as being, but I certainly don't view him as an existentialist <laughs> at this point, uh, though I, I would argue that the difference is arbitrary almost. Uh, but uh, is uh, is his way of saying that we are we have to necessarily head down this path that's per Paxton and, and our previous podcast kind of fascistic. But uh, but as long as we head down that path in a sick ass Corvette, right? Yeah, as long as we do it in the Corvette and wearing American sunglasses made at night. Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was I wasn't going to talk about this, but you kind of brought up similar subjects. Um, Joe Biden tweeted out the other day. Uh, mm. <laughs> Here and now, I give you my word: if you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I will be an ally of the light, not the darkness. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Good job, bud. So if anybody is, is forming their uh, their politics around their their readings of uh, such uh, such theoretical uh, works as uh, Star Wars, <laughs> Harry Potter, um, maybe maybe even Lord of the Rings, you know, there, there could oh, yeah. be some some uh, Trump is Gandalf Sauron. the gray into Grant, Gandalf the white. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. So uh, Biden, the. The, the white, I guess. After, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's got to fight the Balrog, which is Trump, which is Trump, and, who, also, and Trump Sauron, is also Sauron, which is Sauron, and is also Saruman, and is See, also this is, this is uh, like I don't know the shit Death about, Eaters. Those are from Lord yeah, of the Rings, I know, right? No, <laughs> I don't know shit about Harry Potter, but I, I definitely know a lot about uh, Lord of the Rings. And Hell yeah, people can clown on me for that, and that's fine. Your because, copy of the Cimmerillion is downright sticky, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on account of all the masturbation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jizz. <laughs> I don't actually have a copy of the Simulrillion. Mine's a PDF, so it doesn't yeah. get sticky. <laughs> yeah. Just, just have to swap out keyboards all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Keyboard goop. Um, I, I have read the Simulrillion. I've read some summaries and pretended that I have. Yeah, I, I actually read it. I, I Dude, was very chicks, young. Chicks dig the Lord of the Rings. Um, haven't had much luck in that regard. I've never been like. <laughs> I don't so, know if I was being ironic or not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to go into a bunch of like really nerdy shit, but I don't know. Come on, man. No, it's Tell me about right. it. Tell no. me about the, the, like, the, 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 never mind. The primordial <laughs> previous guns. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, not going to do it. Not going to do it. All we right. got to talk about more Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. The real um, primordial god. So, yeah, with, with, that, uh, with that little aside, I will be an ally of the light, not the darkness. <laughs> Ooh, good. <laughs> um, so, uh, in, in funnier... <laughs> Maybe news. Maybe yeah, people who are also allies of the light, but not the dark. Yeah, people who are allies of of the white. Yeah, there we <laughs> and go. Not the dark. Uh, noted neo-Nazi um, Richard Spencer, and also alum of my uh, alma mater. Yes. Yeah. Which. I so was it, Bernie. So was Bernie. <laughs> I think exclusively produces Nazis, right? It does. It was actually the same program too. Oh, it was the the math program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eesh. Produces a lot of scary people. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't go into well, like the uh, committee I mean, for social thought after that. But you know, it, it makes sense that uh, something working with a lot of solutions oh. might tend towards a some kind of final fascist one. Yeah. bent. 
and maybe like yeah i guess the ultimate <laughs> or maybe final solution uh, yeah yeah i mean mathematically speaking i also love how newsweek also has a theme of black red and white <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gotta look into that yeah what's up with that uh so yeah uh neo-nazi uh newsweek calls him a white nationalist which i don't know the difference um between a neo-nazi and a white nationalist well we can get into it but it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> fundamentally I, I i i mean they all they all congregate in the same circles right like yes. the venn diagram is so close together that it might as well functionally be a perfect circle I, yeah i mean i i think white nationalists want to just have a white homeland and if they accidentally genocide people making that happen it's <laughs> it's cool but neo-nazis just just want to get straight to the meaty stuff oh okay and kill the, all the, the meaty stuff yeah huh? yeah with the bodies yeah um so, so they're white, different yeah <laughs> Yes, very different. Yeah. Very important that we distinguish between these two it's groups. Like, uh, because, it's uh, like first and second degree murder. <laughs> it's like first and first and a half degree murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Richard Spencer has said that he will be backing Democratic candidate Joe Biden in November's election after previously distancing himself from Donald Trump. Uh, Spencer, who was one of the key figureheads of the alt-right movement, tweeted how he was he is on Team Joe Monday, adding in a self-made campaign slogan, liberals are clearly more competent. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, this we've is- we've had the the little uh, the little inklings of the 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 right word uh, movement of the DNC. Mm. Uh, you've got Colin Powell. John Kasich, George W. Bush is, you know, endorsing Biden. Um, All of these people who, under normal circumstances, even your regular shit libs would be like, those are awful people. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, we're like, yes, King. Like genuinely forcing a like a leftist third party to try to be born. Yeah. Um, So now we have Richard Spencer. A white nationalist, some would say neo-Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's he's out here tweeting, uh, I'm on Team Joe. He made a little graphic for it. Uh, liberals are clearly more competent. Text <laughs> Joe to 30330. Um, create your own avatar at Uh So I guess he didn't really make this. He just went on by oh, yeah. site and made this. He took a BuzzFeed quiz and he found out he was a liberal now. <laughs> <laughs> which, which you know, is, is something I would argue is probably true in some ways. Yes. That, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think uh, <laughs> when, when I picked you up from the airport, we had a discussion on our way home. And, and I, I said that I was starting to agree with uh, with uh, Richard Spencer, the, the alt right in some ways. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and, I do remember this. Yeah. yeah and that, uh, you know, the the alt right and like right wingers in general uh, say things like liberalism is a mental disorder. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. I think where, I mean, they, would same. Be, where yeah. they would be disappointed is that I would also loop them in with liberals yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the, the, the actual <laughs> definition of what a liberal is also includes them um, if you guys want more information on this check out episodes uh nine and ten ten nine, and eleven maybe eight and nine 
No, it wasn't I, that I long should ago, know was this. it? I should know this. They're labeled the ones that say fascism on yeah, them. Yeah, we 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 labeled them for a reason. It's even included in the graphics. So, like, in case yeah. uh, you can't read like text, you just look at pictures. Yeah, pictures that are also text. Well, I mean, like you idiot. It's it's you don't trust handicapped people at all, do you? Man, that's you don't not, believe in any of them. I believe in them. You're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> We don't have to do this. You're right just now. as bad as. <laughs> we don't have to do this right now. This this isn't supposed to come out. We'll like talk. This. We'll talk later, man. You're supposed to. You're supposed to find out that I'm a, a turf and a uh, <laughs> and a. Uh, um, I, I don't know what's ableist. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're so. supposed to find yeah. out that I'm an ableist turf in like episode 390 after we've got like a Look, thousand followers here. Here on the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, the most important thing to either one of us is that. Uh, if you have, if you have a vagina right now, if you ever had anything else, oh, that's fucked up. Oh, that's fucked up. This is this we're not cool with it. We're just is, we're just not we're not we're not cool with it. Oh, you man. know, because this because, is going to be used against us later on, it even is, though it it's, it, it even is. though it's completely satirical, incredibly ironic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's. Um, yeah, turps are dumb as fuck. Yeah. Just to clarify that. Yeah. yeah. Also, same, I believe that I do hate the cripple. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't hate crippled people either. Oh, don't call them that. <laughs> that was the wrong term. That I don't, is the wrong term. Uh, I, I, I was being hate, funny. I don't hate You're being disabled cruel. people. I, it was intentional, <laughs> dog. Come on. Um, I did make fun of a crippled person earlier, though. God damn. Dan Crenshaw. Ah, hey, we looped it back he's in. Got one eye. Um, Fuck but, that guy. Uh, him having one eye is like the least of his uh, problems, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Richard <laughs> Spencer uh, hopping mm-hmm. on the uh, the Biden the Biden what? wagon. The Biden wagon. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We, we got the Trump train, and then there's riding with Biden. But it's, I don't know what we're riding with Biden in. It's all a bunch of trains, dude. <laughs> These are all train people. Chugga chugga, <laughs> chugga chugga. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, yeah. So this, uh, I mean, the the final point I wanted to make, and we're kind of running a bit long here. But if you're if you're down, we can keep going. Fuck it. Fuck I don't it. give a shit. Fuck it. I don't oh, give a yeah. shit. Oh yeah, this is this this makes me so happy. This next piece of news. Yeah. So oh my god. I would like to make the case that Please. yes, yes, make the DNC and the GOP are are moving in a fascist way, uh, but it is really evidentiary of the underlying fascism of America in general. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. And this is I didn't want to bring this up earlier with Gavin Newsom. This is one of my Gavin McInnes. <laughs> Gavin Newsom, yeah. uh, governor uh, of oh. California. Oh, those people. Uh, so Gavin Newsom, liberal hellhole. Yes, a, a liberal hellhole, which I mean unironically, because <laughs> yeah, uh, it is so, on fire. Some, and it is. <laughs> yes, some people would uh, would consider a liberal hellhole to mean that we're we're all vegans who uh, who believe in peace, love, and communism. You know, uh, but that I, is that is not the case in California. I actually got arrested the other day when I came back for winter break. I genuinely did hear this from people that I know. Oh. But they uh, they they warned me that if I used the wrong pronouns, I could get arrested. Oh, they believed that. That's they believed that they thought that was real. They've clearly never met my me. my former boss. They've never walked outside. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> they clearly uh, 
I've never met my former boss who used to refer to me as one of the good ones. Uh, as like, as believing, in like one of the good women? No, as as in one of the good uh, Mexicans, which... Oh, yeah, which you are. You are a Mexican, right? Sure. Let's, Aren't you? Why not? <laughs> are, are you not? Do you, you speak Spanish and you grew up eating I, a lot of like tacos oh, and stuff, right? Man, no, um, that's that's you're a hard working Mexican man, right? Ooh. Well, I wouldn't say hard working. I mean, kind of lazy, like a lazy, <laughs> a lazy hard working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what you the the Schrodinger's uh, yeah. day labor. Yeah, <laughs> stealing all the jobs and also too lazy to get a job. As as we covered with Echo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what what are you not are you not a a, a Mexican? Uh, I mean it's it's up in the air. I, I've never done one of those test things because I don't feel like giving my DNA away. I believe there uh-huh. is there is some. I don't trust the algorithms. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is there is some uh, Mexican heritage. I'm I'm pretty sure because oh I've God. got a lot of Native American, like Southern Native American, uh-huh. uh, in me. Um, so it's almost know. like Mexican and Native American in some ways are like ar- as all races yeah. are, or like arbitrary distinction. Sure, or something for for sure. Yeah, but uh, that's weird. You know, I don't really identify as as, uh, as a Mexican. Because like you weren't I, I culturally raised as a Mexican. Yeah, I wasn't raised in the culture. Hold and on, I, you. God damn it! Your skin is a little darker than mine is. Well, though. that's why I'm one of the good ones, is because I didn't have the the oh, culture. Because you don't have the culture. <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. have the culture. Okay. So it's like all and my. And I was uh, also a hard worker, and, yeah. and so he respected me one for the, that because oh, most of the time, people who yeah. have my skin color are 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 not hard workers. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's like all the all of the people that I've uh, heard in the past talk about how, uh, you know, there are black people, and then there are. I'm not going to say it. I, I, I refuse we to all know say what you, it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Isn't and, it crazy that what's funny is I was also raised to believe that where oh there's yeah. there's good black people and then there's the yeah yeah and literally everyone has heard that if if you've never heard that you're a fucking liar or, or you're more maybe of a drunk you're than from I am. like a better country I don't know oh yeah or we, we do have some international yeah, our, listeners our, who might have but, not but but France and Italy and shit you think it's not racist there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, no, no. I, I believe racism exists everywhere. Everywhere, but I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's uh, it is it is genuinely amazing that literally everyone has heard the there are. I mean, there are Mexicans, and then there are, or there yeah. are black people, and then there are, uh-huh. or the no, whole no, absolutely. But 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 people still don't process what that means. Nope. And and you know, it's 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 funny because you know a lot of jobs I've worked. Um, not the current one I work in, thankfully, uh, but, you know, previous jobs I've had, I've, I've heard it so much directed at me mm. that, oh, you're a good one. Right. You're one of the good Mexicans. You're not like the blank. Right. Yeah. Um, so that that's a fun thing that uh, being brown in America, uh, you eventually just run into. Right. Um, but enough about that. Let's enough go back that. to let's, let's talk about prison populism. Let's go back now. to different fascism. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, California is on fire, as we mentioned. Oh fuck! Yeah, shit. Oh shit, it is. Oh yeah, look out the window, we gotta buddy. Go. <laughs> uh, do we do we have the tent? Did you make sure we have all the uh, the tent stakes? <laughs> well, no. I mean, we we have the stakes, just none of the poles. Oh, okay. Well, we can fashion those out of. Uh, I don't believe in poles. And, is that like a P-O-L-L-S joke? Yep. Like, or uh, Pollux. Oh. I don't believe oh, in the Polish people. No. 
Oh. You know, they sent a, a submarine to the, the moon at night or something. What? How does that joke work? I don't know. Sorry, I mixed up a bunch of dumb Polish jokes. I, I don't think Do you I've not heard know these that jokes? racist joke, though. <laughs> it's it's all, all the dumb Polish jokes are essentially just no. that Polish people are dumb. They yeah. sent a they sent a uh, um, a vessel to the sun, but they did it at night. Or oh. they had a screen door submarine and stuff like that. Those are all Polish jokes I heard when I was growing up, because apparently my parents are from the Midwest and didn't tell me. Oh, okay. They're, they're not. Yeah, I don't I know. know why I heard yeah. so many of these. Well, it's just, uh, it just trickles down. I also heard these about Newfies. What, what the fuck's a Newfie? People from Newfoundland. Oh. Which I, I, I think Newfie might actually be a slur, too, that's, so I'm that's, sorry. That's such an obscure, like... I know. My parents hate weird people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really hate them, not actively. I'm, I'm glad that my parents were more like standard racists instead, yeah, <laughs> instead of like obscure racists. I don't know, obscure racists at least allowed me to grow up saying really dumbass shit and not, not getting not getting in trouble for it not getting yeah, your I mean, ass I got, beat for it oh i got my ass beat plenty oh, when i was a kid just well, not for that yeah. not for being a racist <laughs> <laughs> not for being a racist just being, just a, being a shitty a nerd. person yeah just being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, so, what's going on yes, with fires california's on fire now that we're done with it because of the racist uh, yeah um so uh, we are we are what what California normally does in the case of a fire like this mm-hmm. is we use our inmate population, of course, as you do to yes to fight the fires. Yeah, and mind you, um, you know these are very low paid positions as as all yeah. prison labor is. Uh, I forget the the exact number of what they're paid. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's slave labor. <laughs> it is it is slave labor, no matter what they're paid mm-hmm. uh, because they are. No, 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 no. But they get to spend that money. They get invested in ramen at the commissary. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and so for a lot of them, this is the only way that they can make ends meet uh, for for all the things that they need while they're in prison, because not all of the prisoners needs are met while they're in prison. It's fucking nuts. Which is yes, which is fucking nuts that that we're going to force you to live in this cell. And then we're also not going to give you like basic necessities like toothpaste. I love that in Norway, fucking Varg the Currents got uh, got to like burn down a bunch of churches and then had a fucking like PS2 in his uh, in his cell, which honestly fine as a great system as long as he's like disconnected (laughs) from everything else i think it genuinely does work really well for sure whereas um uh uh, californian prisoners and just you know prisoners throughout the u.s instead of starting fires in churches and then starving to death in prisons and getting coronavirus right they uh they put out fires they put out fires but the problem is right now what that since we're in a pandemic because they are starting to death and dying from coronavirus because they are starving to death and dying uh, from coronavirus we have have a shortage of inmates that would be eligible to fight our fires for us because he treated them like caged animals yeah and so we're doing what we're having to do instead of that is what we should do all along what is that is calling in the national guard what are you saying? Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Say say whatever thing you want to say. Are you saying that we should have like some standing positions paid by the government in order to accomplish things that 
may or may not need to ultimately be done all the time, but are necessary to have on hand. Uh, or we should just have a lot of a, various government a positions element that maybe can be like called a reserve in times, in times or, of emergency. Yeah, like like one that's not necessarily standing, but one that's reserved or, or, or like just various government jobs that uh, that are funded by taxpayers uh, that allow us to produce like a, uh, an economy that's constantly feeding into itself. And that when bad things happen, it can deal with these problems like 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 an immune system or something or. Or this is fucking crazy talk. Or should we just use prisoners? I should think, we have literal I think we slaves? Need to, we need to put you back on the benzos because <laughs> you clearly have no idea what you're talking you're so about. So anxious <laughs> all the time. That, that's not a joke. Uh, yeah. So so uh, normally what we do is we use inmates uh, since the inmates are suffering from coronavirus. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the inmates were like oh, early, thankfully. Which is um, good, but now they're homeless. Yeah, which is yeah, that presents its own problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one case of slave labor that's that's effectively used in the U.S. And I don't know any other way to describe this, but it's a fascist yeah. institution. It's a fascist yeah. method. I mean, yeah, and because slavery always has been because it is, uh, again, to reuse that same definition, it's the internalization of colonial force. Absolutely. So that's uh, that's one point of, of uh, modern day, you know, American it, fascism. Right. And it's also amazing that the only way that we uh, released uh, what almost 18,000 people from prison here uh, is because we didn't want to house them anymore during a, a, a new rental and housing crisis. Sure. Yep. <laughs> right. Plenty of open beds in prison. Yep. Uh, so let's see this, this next article that I have, this is from 2015 of oh, the Atlantic. Uh, yeah, I, don't I mean, like, these are all gross. I don't places. like yeah. the Atlantic, but you know, this, this is a fairly sure comprehensive article. Okay. Um, so it, it, the, the headline is American slavery reinvented the 13th amendment forbade slavery and involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted. Um, we'll go into more of that later. Uh, but, uh, this article is basically about a modern day slave operation, mm. uh, a plantation. Um, a what? Yeah. Which is, which is even better, uh, for, for the optics here. Um, it's a good read. Uh, I would recommend it. Yes, it is the Atlantic, but I, I read through it. And we were just looking at Newsweek, so the Atlantic is going to be better. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think I think there is some benefit into to looking at uh, news articles ar- articles from uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah places like this because you know it's it's so obvious that even the Atlantic can point out like, right 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 no hundred uh, percent yeah. yeah. Um, so I won't go into this too much because I just kind of wanted to bring up the uh, the idea that there's still a modern day plantation operating in America. Absolutely. Um, and and mind you that that you know uh, a lot of this is is you know the the black incarceration rate is way higher than the white incarceration rate. So mm-hmm. it is it is still fundamentally in a lot of ways. Yeah, it it also targets poor white people, but it's right. going to pro- predominantly affect poor black people. Yeah. Who don't have you know generational wealth passed down to them, and exactly. so they're more prone to uh, not only 
And and I wouldn't say they're more prone to crime so much as they're more prone to being convicted for yeah. crime. Yeah, yeah. To to clarify for the the like one idiot that we have listening to us that is going to be all weird we and flashy about this. We we know who you are. Um, you know there there are reasons that crime becomes more prevalent inside of communities uh, that are poorer. Sure, uh, but there is also the problem of over policing and things like that. Uh, and so <laughs> no matter what. Um, you're always going to have uh, more people of color or more subalternated people being forced into these positions uh, and arrested for the same crimes that everyone else commits. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, it's, it's been proven over and over again. And I think uh, one of the major studies that was done was in St. Louis where, you know, your, your average white person would get stopped for the same exact crime as a black person but it was like a 40 percent difference in whether or not they would actually be arrested i got stopped so many fucking times when i was just in like high school for weed and shit and guess how many times i got arrested well charged guess how many times i got charged uh zero times oh okay i, I got was, I was gonna charged ask, I was zero gonna say times. 69 <laughs> 69 <laughs> nice six number nice <laughs> Uh, so this is a, a article from the uh, NOLA.com. NOLA. Times, the Times go. Picayune, I believe, or maybe they're Pick all. I, I think they're all part of the same like uh, news conglomerate or Hell something. Yeah. Uh, the headline is cheap inmate labor bothers some Louisiana lawmakers. Jesus Christ. And when, when you, when you think about cheap labor, like what, what, uh, what dollar per hour range are you thinking? I mean, I I feel like I have to up adjust because just go ahead and take like a like a so what 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 my actual thought is yeah um I'm what, thinking what do you believe these these inmates are being paid? inmate labor it's probably uh seventeen cents an hour oh yeah that's actually pretty accurate yeah um four to seventy cents per four hour to seventy okay yeah. so the upper end is seventy cents an hour yeah. Uh, that's that's where you're the manager of the prison inmate Goddamn, labor yeah. force. That's I the one percent. Yeah, yeah. You get a little little badge that says manager of uh, slave labor. Goddamn. Uh, also slave labor. Yeah, also slave, by <laughs> yeah. the way, BT Dubs. <laughs> by the way, I'm also the slave labor. Uh, so. <clears throat> Uh, in Louisiana, state inmates are paid anywhere from four to seventy cents per hour to work in Baton Rouge state offices, gotcha. including the Capitol building. I've seen uh, I've seen other articles about this, and basically, uh, these people are treated like house slaves. Of course, uh, yeah. They, they they pick up after everybody. They clean everything. They prepare the meals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, That's so fucking gross. Oh, it's it's disgusting, and you know. Um, I, I saw it somewhere else. They, they used to, um, and this was like one of the higher paid uh, slave labor options for, for an inmate was to participate in some kind of like weird rodeo thing. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, jeopardizing their health and safety in order to make probably $2 an hour as a rodeo clown sort of thing. You know, it's the land... Of the free in the home of the brave. Yeah, and you know, there's there's obvious comparisons that can be drawn between you know that and the Colosseum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bread and circuses, y'all. Yeah, uh, literally. Oh, we don't all fight get bread. Beasts in yeah. order to uh, in order to to make it out of the uh, 
their their incarceration but they don't make it out they just get to suffer with more right ramen. yeah i mean yeah. i i don't think it uh, i don't think it lessens their uh you know their stay in prison if they allow female inmates in that which they probably don't they'll get to pay for things like uh tampons yeah I was because say, those that's, aren't provided that's probably one of the most yeah. shit libby takes that you could uh come up with there is more Female rodeo clap. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know how to do but the clap thing. Is, um, is that awesome though? That uh, female prisoners, uh, more often than not, I, I think. Yeah, they are provided with uh, tampons. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, anything like that. Which and, is like that seems all, like all medical care it, to it me. It is. It is a basic form of medical care. Yeah. Uh, if they're if they're not going to provide, uh, um, you got a fucking pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should have. You have should have fucking pads at least. Like. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it's dope. Yeah, uh, super I dope. Think we got a pink tax, though. I am offended by this bill. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, Shreveport. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever been there, um, I've, I've been to Louisiana a couple times now. Shreveport is I've, a real, I've heard good things, a real gem. <laughs> <laughs> Shreveport is a real gem, and then there's a shit. What's the place I'm thinking of? You're gonna uh, put people in jobs that pay twenty cents an hour. Yeah, yeah. so she's See, offended my by that. that far off, yeah. um, <clears throat> with the governor's permission, Louisiana prisoners are allowed to do re- renovations, maintenance, construction projects worth less than two hundred thousand dollars, custodial duties, gardening, cooking, et cetera, et cetera, uh, at the state capitol and correctional facilities. Um, State prisoners hold a variety of jobs at the government governor's mansion as well. So they're they're literally working as house slaves for the governor. Right. Um, and getting paid four to seventy cents per hour. Uh this was two thousand and eighteen. So two years ago this was happening, I believe. Oh, it was updated two thousand nineteen. Mm. Uh let's see if there's an update at the end here that we can look at. It's just like a correction of uh like yeah, there's a spelling I, I, I mistake or something as, as far as <laughs> yeah as far as anything's concerned i don't think anything changed about this the status of this so no um i love how it's uh offering to have you subscribe for 232 a week uh to yeah to what's the, magazine. the uh, what's the mat how, how many hours per week would i have to work as a as a two cent uh, per 58. hour oh okay 58 hours a week uh, for that's at, a, four cents oh for four cents okay mm-hmm. That's that's after you've uh, you've gotten a couple of uh, I mean that's before taxes living, cost of living adjustments right yeah. <laughs> cost of living adjustments taxes um, things are, things will be fine. Where's the where's the Discord? There we go. <clears throat> so um, going back to the Thirteenth Amendment, hmm. uh, the Thirteenth Amendment. I I feel uh, so everybody loves Lincoln obviously because Lincoln was such a cool guy even though he uh, had some pretty troubling views about uh the black populace and did some cool shit and some very not cool shit yeah Yeah. and uh so the 13th amendment which uh, supposedly ended slavery right has this glaring loophole in it (laughs) that if you're convicted of a crime then we can make you do slave labor right it's i I mean uh, the 13th amendment is an amazing example that you should point out to your friends uh if they're incrementalists where they're just like we Absolutely. need we need to fucking vote in i don't know hillary's 32nd clone to office because she'll be able to like get a little bit of stuff yes, done yes chelsea clinton yes right? and you know what that's true they'll stop slavery from happening in the way that it was before sort but of. then but then we'll just have it in prisons 
uh, and it'll stay like that for hundreds of years. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this this article this is from the thecrimereport.org. Uh, how a Thirteenth Amendment loophole created America's carceral state. Uh, I recommend it. It's a good read. It was done in uh, June third, twenty nineteen. Uh, scrolling down to the middle a little bit, there was a an interesting thing I read about. <clears throat> uh, so the the loophole is obviously that uh, if you're convicted of a crime, then you can be used as slave labor. Uh, the danger was actually recognized at the time. Uh, as recounted by Dennis Childs in his book, Slaves of the State, Black Incarceration from the Chain Gang to the Penitentiary. Uh, then Massachusetts Senator Charles Sumner argued that the version of the 13th Amendment presented to Congress in 1865 was a loophole to reestablish slavery by another name. No shit, but thank so you. So even at the time, yeah. people were calling this out. And so yeah. for some reason, we've we've got it like codified into our learning in America that the 13th amendment ended slavery and and, and we just leave it there. And even at the time people were calling it out as like, no, the 13th amendment does not end slavery. It gives us a new way to perform slavery in a very sanitized manner. It's, it's almost as if seeing like a black man be beaten to death for not doing some kind of like manual labor is going to be a horrifying evil thing to see no matter who you are at what time. Absolutely. And, and <laughs> just a weird feeling sure. that I get. Yeah. yeah. Um, which it, it affected some people and it, it didn't affect others apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, this, this, the sanitization of what slavery is, is, is to me like one of the, the peak liberal things, right? Totally. It, yeah. it takes, and, and, it, and it's, it's still fascism, but it's, it's a softer version of fascism that can be marketed like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Hey, we take these, we take these yeah, people. The have, yeah, yeah. We, we take these people who have run aground of the law. All right. We've, uh, they've gone through our legal system. We found out they're bad people. And now we can fuck them and up. And now we, we reutilize them in a way that's beneficial to society mm-hmm. and, and they should be benefiting society. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like what I was talking about with the, the eco thing, not to be too much like a, uh, no, I'm going to be that person anyway, but like, the the fact that for the Superfund sites, the entire purpose of it was uh, getting this land ready for uh, for productive use, right? right. Yeah. It just it just oh oh well, I know that we abused it, but now we have to find out how we can abuse it again. Yeah, we have, <laughs> we have to find out how to uh, how to make it profitable. Yeah. Um. So you know. Uh, these these writers and the senator who who wanted to fight the 13th amendment were unsuccessful and you know the loophole went in i wonder why i wonder how that loophole snuck in probably Weird. not intentionally what? probably probably not uh, in any way intentional by no. you know um a, a, a government that had just fought a civil war and some people were still a little bit butthurt about that you're and, crazy mike okay i'll stop right there thank you mind. i'm done <laughs> You, you can have the rest of the shit. <laughs> um, so, All right, take uh, your medicine. <laughs> yeah, take, take your medicine, bye. Um, and then, uh, so, so you know, that, that kind of sets the, the, the stage for, for the modern day mm. slavery. Yeah. Uh, nothing has changed about that. The 13th Amendment is still there. It still allows no. us to do this. And but, in 40-something more years, it'll be 200 years that we've had that? Yep. So, yeah. 
So fix it before then, guys, or else we're going to bitch about it being for a couple hundred years. Uh, So then there's other cool historical facts like redlining. Um, Uh, My favorite thing. Redlining is is a good topic to look up. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are probably familiar with redlining. We spoke about it during the liberalism and neoliberalism episode as well. Yep. So basic overview of redlining is... uh, When they were determining the federal housing market, uh, they kind of drew some lines and decided certain areas weren't worth as much as other areas. And it had nothing to do with their actual worth. It had everything to do with the racial population of those areas. Yeah. And so by determining that these areas were worth less, they put less money into them because uh, why would you invest in something that doesn't have very much worth? You right. want to invest in a community that's got more worth. So they drew lines where all the all the uh, the POCs, the minorities lived, and uh, and all the white areas just happened to be worth more, and thus were right. were uh, subject to more uh, more development and 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 worth more in the sense that the the people in the white neighborhoods had mortgages that were first off a lower. Uh, Fuck. Interest. Uh, lower interest and they were actually insured. Yes. Uh, versus black neighborhoods, which were not insured and, and substantially higher interest. But then you, you also think about it and people well, talk and, about And the reason was because the hmm. the black people lived in areas where, uh, you know, they didn't have as much wealth. Right. According to these red lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, why would you give uh, a nice interest yep. rate to somebody who you can't depend on exactly but then you have an ironic twist because neoliberalism and capitalism always like to turn in on themselves where later there's what i would argue is a second redlining in in a bizarre way which was not necessarily racially uh, dependent but was still certainly affected uh things in a similar way uh where you had what led to the housing crisis in 2008 which was the development of toxic assets and uh, divvying out these mortgages and things yeah. of the sort uh, to people who could not afford them based sure. on insurance uh, or, or, or interest rates that were totally unmitigable and, and unmanageable. And so you've had this like constant echoing of the same type of crisis that forces people uh, out of or, or into unsustainable housing uh, based on either socioeconomic or, or explicit racial grounds sure uh yeah it's cool it's really awesome uh so you know this this is a <clears throat> this was something that happened you know um i guess it would have been after jim crow is when a lot yeah. of redlining happened yeah i mean it was uh, it was, it was it a mix. effectively it effectively reinforced jim crow yeah um and then uh, a fun fact i learned about not too long mm. ago uh is that even after redlining and all these other sort of things? Oh, that's a that's not what I meant to click on. Mm. Uh, so there's this organization called Mapping Prejudice, mm. and they've been going through. Uh, so I'll, I'll just read their their statement. Uh, during the 20th century, racially restrictive deeds were a ubiquitous part of real estate transactions. Covenants were embedded in property deeds all over the country mm-hmm. to keep people who were not white from buying or even occupying land. Yep. Their popularity has been well documented in St. Louis, Seattle, Chicago, Hartford, Connecticut, Kansas City, and uh, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then it, there's also a reflexive thing in that where... 
Um, if you're not white, you're not allowed to buy land in the space. But yep. then uh, it also causes the effect where if you are white, you'll essentially refuse to buy land in certain spaces as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you saw so, a lot in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, they have a couple of examples of uh, racial co- covenants used in Hennepin County. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so that no building shall be left with paper exposure or with the exterior incomplete that the said land or building shall thereon be shall never be rented, leased or sold, transferred or conveyed to nor huh. shall same be occupied exclusively by person or persons other than of the Caucasian race. Um, and if you broke this covenant, uh, you were basically uh uh, giving up the rights to your land. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what more, more than just these initial covenants, uh, being a part of the deed, mm. even if you sold your house, that covenant still stood. So you have generation after generation transferring these deeds and, and the, the deed has this covenant in it as, as long as it'll ever exist. And this has been overturned obviously Mm. in more recent years. Uh, but Mm. for a long time, you know, generation after generation of people would sell these houses and they could not sell to a, uh, a non-white, uh, buyer. Right. Uh, another one, uh, this conveyance is subject to the following provisions, the violation of which shall automatically revest the title herein. In the vendors, their their heirs or assigns party of the second part, his heirs, executors, administrators. God, I hate legalese so much. <laughs> or assigns agrees not to sell or rent or permit said premises to be occupied by persons of African or Semitic Jesus race. Yeah, so specifically, not even Jews. Yeah, not <clears throat> specifically calling out Jews, uh, according to the plat. Mm. Is that is that a word? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plat thereof on file and of record in the office of the Register of Deeds and for the County of Hennepin and State of Minnesota. Yeah, plat plat is uh, an older term for a plot of land. Oh, that's a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> See these, these <clears throat> racists—they just use stupid terms, right? <laughs> Uh, third one, uh, no persons of any race other than the Aryan race shall use or occupy oh. any building or lot, except that this covenant shall not prevent occupancy by domestic servants of a different race domiciled with an owner or tenant. Hold on. Are you telling me that this is racist? <laughs> <laughs> this is racist. What? So the only this this particular covenant That's uh, basically says <laughs> nobody is allowed to be black in this neighborhood unless they are your servant. Hell yeah. Uh, no trailer, basement, tent, shack, garage, barn, or any other outbuilding erected in the tract shall at any time be used as a residence temporarily or permanently, nor shall any structure of a temporary character be used as a residence. Fuck you. So you can't even house your uh, your servants in the uh, shitty part of your house, I guess. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I would really like to challenge anybody who thinks that, you know, America isn't currently a fascist state to reconsider some of their beliefs. Yeah, but do you believe that systemic racism exists? Not ever since we had our first black president. <laughs> oh, yeah, kidding. he fixed it all. He fixed it all. There was never any backlash for that. God damn it. 
Remember, I was thinking about this last night when I was trying to sleep for some reason, uh, but I, I kept on thinking back to, what was it, 2004, I guess. Yeah, 2004, when Obama was first going to be a, oh. a, I guess 2003, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about how I was, I was really young, like I, I was in high school, uh, but I, I was working the shitty job and uh, I, I was talking to this older guy and he was saying something that I remembered a lot of people saying in that period, which was just that, well, you know, if they end up voting in someone, no, it wasn't. 2003 was a little bit later because yeah, Obama it been was like still 2006. 2006, yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah, because 2008 is when he got in. Um, but we were talking about this. Yeah, so it was right before I graduated. Um, and he was talking about how if if we get someone like Obama in, <laughs> they're going to assassinate him. And I was like, yeah, that would probably happen. Sure. And I was just thinking that at the time, and it's bizarre and terrifying that that was such a common thought yeah. back in like 2006 to 2008 um and but you it's know, not because america is racist no <laughs> and then later on like people are just able to turn a blind eye to it and be like oh yeah everyone thought that obama is going to be assassinated for being a black guy who's also president and now racism is fixed because yeah. we didn't kill him let's uh let's go ahead and like put up the uh the george bush mission accomplished uh banner because we, we ended it, it's done. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Remember how, I how fucked we started up that numbers, this yeah. episode with a, mm. a black man being shot while he was unarmed? Oh God! I guess we're gonna stop it this way. Yeah. <sighs> Take your medicine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week, next weekend, uh, the 29th, uh, starting around 12:30 Pacific Standard Time. We are going to do our 24-hour... PM, PM, by yes. the way. I mean, it could be ambiguous with a 24-hour podcast. Well, but... I, I go by the uh, the 24-hour time standard. That's military smart. Military time. Uh, I actually use Zulu time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 12.30 Zulu time. No, not not really. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we, are, we are going to embark on our 24-hour podcast. If you would like to, uh, to phone in, zoom in... Um, we're, we're going to have our, our zooms up and, uh, we'll, we'll invite you to talk with us for a bit. Where are we going to post links for this kind of thing on the Facebook? Um, yeah. So I'm going to make a, a Facebook announcement about it. Um, I'll post it after this, uh, this episode comes up. That'll be the 25th is when this will be posted. Um, so after that, after this episode gets posted, then I'll make a, uh, another post about, uh, how you can get involved with the Benzo Rehab Dungeon on the 29th for our 24-hour bonanza. Also, let us know if you have something specific uh, yeah, that's, that's a little that's, bit uh, more meaty that you want to talk about. That's gonna send, be, send us yeah, a message. Because that's that's going to be part of... Uh, yeah, because because I, I would love to have some conversations with uh, our listener and a half um, about things that are, that are more specific, especially since people seemed... Uh, to respond really uh, strongly in positive ways to the theory heavy episodes. That would be fun. Yep. Uh, So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give some, some guidelines in the, uh, in the post, uh, but basically uh, message one of us on our Instagram accounts. Um, I'm at Benzo rehab dungeon. Dorian is at, uh, at dank to lose. Um, 
give us, you know, tell us uh, maybe a little bit about yourself. Uh, definitely what name you want us to use. We name, understand, pronouns. We understand that maybe, yeah, name, pronouns. We understand that maybe you don't want to be identified by your actual name. So yeah. make sure that we know what we're supposed to call you. Uh, and then if you have a specific topic you'd like to talk about, then uh, absolutely uh, uh, give us that. So we can ignore it as so best we can, as we so can. So we can ignore it and go talk about Joe Rogan for 20 minutes on accident. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> we've got some special content lined up for the 24-hour episode. I've been uh, poisoning my metadata. Don't, don't say it. Oh, no, don't I'm not, not going to give specifics. Okay. But uh, I've been poisoning my metadata so I get really bad uh, ads on Facebook. And uh, yeah. it's it's been producing some really good content. Also do some readings for you guys that will be related to this kind of thing. Yep. So uh, part of the plan is that we're going to do this in four hour blocks, uh, mostly because I'm not sure how, how much uh, this computer can handle recording at a time. So I want to make sure that we chop it up in a way that uh, I can I can save all of this we, and then upload it later. We do promise that none of the breaks that we take will be longer than 15 minutes. Um, yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah. Because it, because if we take anything longer than that, it just it's not a twenty four hour podcast, right? True. Yeah. Um, but anything less than that, and we're gonna sue you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to pee sometimes, yeah. and every now, well, I mean, we're we're gonna have to do some. some I mean, I'm some gonna mid- eat on camera or on mic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I, in, I intend to use shit on mic. I intend to use the 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 camera that we got. Yeah. Oh, um, fuck. We're going to look like shit after like oh, yeah, no, 16 was, hours. I mean, after 30 minutes, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be part of the experiment uh, to see, you know, how how well we hold it together after uh, after pulling an all nighter and probably being on a bunch of uh, stimulants like Red Bull and yeah, and uh, also drinking. Yeah, I, I intend to drink. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there's no way that we can so, make it through know, this without drinking. May, maybe at some point you'll uh, you'll be able to zoom in and see me passed out of the desk muttering to myself about how uh if uh if mike does pass out at the desk uh i don't think i will but if also if i do you know it's possible but if either one of us passes out for any period of time we will owe you guys something we'll determine uh because you can't it it, it can't be a 24-hour podcast we have longer than 15 minute breaks or if either one of us falls asleep yep so no. we'll, do, we'll do our best to stay awake. Uh, no. I, I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking vodka Red Bulls are going to be Sounds how, good to how me, I man. attack this. Yeah, I will probably do. Um, I don't know. I'll probably do what I did throughout all of grad school, which is uh, monsters Cryo- oh. with uh, yeah monster. I do. I do the, the, the low <laughs> calorie monsters because I suck. Uh, but with caffeine pills uh, intermittently because Ooh. it's a different kind of high. Uh, and then probably a lot of beer, but also vodka or whiskey both do good. Yeah. Uh, vodka gets me kind of sleepy though, if I do too much of it, but we'll see, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Vodka Red Bulls. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, that, that post will go up. Um, oh, or- um, a, a, another, uh, thing per that. I, uh, the, the, the camping thing might have some complications now. So we're, we're now going to be right. doing it at a different time because all of the camping spots are taken up during the weekends. But also, uh, when I go camping, I want it to be a good experience for me. So I'm actually not going to not take acid, uh, hmm. while camping with you guys. I'm instead not going to take acid, uh, probably while we do the 24 hour podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I think is considered a uh, performance enhancing drug but um <laughs> we'll we'll figure that out like i said i'm not going to take acid yeah. at any time right that's immoral 
that would well that's extremely illegal but i will actually uh be playing a character that does take a lot of acid um so the, it, and, it'll and be, this is this is a character that you've been working on for some time it's a character that i've been working on for a long time especially during undergrad um but yeah he's the the, the character his name is uh whatever the fuck you want it to be i don't really care <laughs> borean dell yeah, borean dell danko whatever the fuck um and he just he takes a bunch of acid and then he does podcasts and that's that's a character that i'm working on it's a parody of myself uh because i'm like it's funny because i'm sober except for alcohol and so it'll be a good kind of exploration of what my psyche is actually like when i let loose but like without doing that cool take your medicine <laughs> all right uh, i think that does it this was kind of a long episode so i apologize that you had to listen to us for this long but thank you for listening if you have made it to this point we love you and please take your medicine and hold on oh i'm sorry i'm so sorry go ahead as a goodbye I did the sign off and everything but as a goodbye okay because of what's happening with north korea i just want to say <laughs> take your medicine and more female dictators absolutely yes <laughs> <laughs>